please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, it's Treasy. It's Martin the Mailman. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the Kind of Movie Critics, 60% of us at least. Missing two knuckleheads, uh, Jesse, well, one knucklehead, Jesse's the cool one. And we're missing uh, <laughs> Killer Corey, Killer Shot K, a.k.a. Uh, Ned Flanders. If anybody hasn't Ned seen Flanders. Him. Doesn't he look like Ned Flanders? <laughs> Yo, we were at my office today, like, because um, one of my one of my coworkers, I've allowed her to listen to the podcast because you know we'd be saying wild shit. Oh yeah. yeah. But like, I was uh, asking her, did she know what any of y'all look like? And so like, we went through the KMC Instagram, and I was showing her like all the times would be put up that Corey looked like somebody who's an actor who's white. So we're just gonna <laughs> add Ned Flanders to that. Please do. He looks just like him. He, he wears the same shoes as Ned too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's gonna fight you. <laughs> but um, but to take their places because they actually don't fucking matter. We got young Marcus in the building. I'm out here, you know what I'm saying? Hey, visiting weddings. Visiting weddings. You. Holla. No, uh the the real MJ twenty. Straight up. Yeah. I, I was ready to do the book, book, book for that. No, that would work. That's but, a little too African, yeah, bro. It was, so. No, nope, you can never be too African. Never, okay. <laughs> and we got and we got my per, one of my one of my personal favorites because he 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 doesn't mind shitting on power with me. That's true. Yeah, my man, Action Johnson. What's up? What's up? I don't have no cool intro or anything like that. But yeah, no, Sean's he, a friend of the network. Friend he's, of the network. Yeah, he's I'm been here many times. Now. You shit on power. That's all I need, bro. Pretty much. Hey, <laughs> season five. Was it season five coming up? Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of shit to do. July 1st, get your popcorn ready. I never watched an episode of Power in my life. You're not missing nothing, bro. Mm-hmm. You watch the season. I'm not missing anything. I did. Right. Oh, never, okay. wa- never watched it. You should watch it for the culture, though. Yeah. Least. Yeah. I should. It's a spoiler, but once 50 like, was dead and then he wasn't dead, back. that's why I was like, yeah, this shit is like. That was the prime indicator. Yeah, honestly. this shit is too much. The writers are just. Wilding. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I ran with it for a whole season two though, just not even, just not being too like judgmental about it. Yeah. I didn't even really think about how dumb it was until I think Skills told me, man. Shout out to Skills. He was like, man, as soon as when he bought it up, and he was like, when as soon as Kane and Kane, you know, how he's tall like Kermit the Frog and shit. Uh-huh. Skills, as soon as goddamn Kanan came out the fire. He was like, I knew that show was trash. And I started thinking about it. I was that's, like, yeah, that should have been the prime yeah. fucking indicator. <laughs> that's kind of where yeah, it went. This show was trash. But anyway, we ain't here to talk about that bullshit power. <laughs> Sorry, 50, man. Don't, don't get the strap. Um, yeah, man, we're here to talk about uh, Atlanta, man. I, actually, this might feel like a Donald Glover episode because we're going to talk about Atlanta and then maybe talk, you know graze a little bit of the, uh, the, the music video that him and Hero put out. The, this is America. This is America, which was last time I checked, was up to 80 million. And it's uh, it's only been out since Sunday, so what's that like five, four, four or five days? Yeah, that's fucking amazing, bro. Well, you have to think about unique views. A lot of people say that they've watched it three and four times to see what they missed. Right, so. I watched it like four times myself. I watched it a couple of times, but I'm I'll, I'm gonna sound like a hater when I talk about it. So well, that's why you're here. Yeah, you know, as a, as you hate on that too. It's cool. As a music video director, do you feel like music videos are coming back? But like, nice for what? And Kevin's heart. It's like people are like putting more into their music videos. Um, I guess you could say that. I mean, I don't. I think it. There's always, there's always good videos out there. I think, like this. Put it like this, man. I don't feel like there's like a resurgence of anything, or like I don't feel like music videos ever really fell off. 
You know what I'm saying? I think like the people that care about them, they always care about them. And then people that don't, they don't, you know, and it's really no different than now for real. Well, like, record labels were not funding music videos like yeah, they once they did. Yeah, but I, I don't think they really fell off. Yeah, I said, I don't think music videos have fallen off at all. Like, it's really? just, you know, like you say, some people put more effort into it than others. But, yeah. I mean, you can go online and look for some, maybe some artists that are not big-name artists. They have music yeah, videos that's dope. just be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, I never think that they fell off. But I, I do think music, I, I do think entertainment in general is just getting more creative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I feel like, um, um, I feel like, because it's so saturated everywhere you like music is saturated film mm-hmm. everything is so saturated that i think people are doing things to stand out they're yeah. like they're trying to really um just get straight to the you know get straight to the point i i i don't know how else to say it but like the way to stand out now is actually just be good you know uh, what i'm yeah, saying yeah what i say about music videos um and it, it's a whole nother subject but I don't think they're falling off. I think they've gotten cheaper. No, yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. They don't have, they don't have budgets for them, and that's, for them yeah, anymore. That's, a, that's yeah. big. Yeah, so now it's just like you got to be creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, I was never a big fan of like Hype Williams. I always thought he was a cheat code. Like, if you had the budget to blow shit up and fireworks every time somebody takes a step, like, that's cheating. It ain't. Uh, when he did <laughs> that split screen shit for like five videos back to back, I was oh, like, bro, do something one? else. So he did it for Beyonce, the Check Up On It video, mm. and then um, the Young Guns had one. Oh, wow. Slim Thug had one. Yeah, Slim Thug had one. He did it again for the Beeper record. Hit me on my yeah, Beeper. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. just. The he, Jamie Foxx like, record, the. Uh, Unpredictable. He mm-hmm. had that, yeah. And it was like I would cut on videos, which that's not even a thing anymore. Like I don't play right. videos on TV anymore. I think right. you can get them on like VH1 Soul, and like if you wake up early enough on MTV, you that's might get like an hour of videos. BET don't play videos no more. I don't think that's crazy. Um, you got to catch one of the off BET channels, the secondary yeah, or MTV, yeah, they don't MTV two, yeah, or MTV three or Revolt, Revolt show video. They got MTV three, Trace. But I don't think oh, I don't. Yeah, they do. I don't check that either. Um, but they like you know when you would watch videos on television, like if you watch like 106 in part, it would be all Hype Williams videos, and it would all have that same format. Yeah. And I'm just like, like, I'm so yeah. bored. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's you know obviously he's big to the culture because his, they were so cinematic, and he kind of bought the film culture yeah. to music videos. But when you really strip down his music videos, them Jones is kind of trash for real. And you can always like you. The way I know it is because when them budgets stopped, the videos just, they lost everything. Yeah. They mm-hmm. lost their luster. They they weren't even good anymore. And that's well, no shade on Hype Williams. but I think it's kind of better now that videos have moved into the internet. Because I remember when uh, 99 Problems came out, mm-hmm. and they had this hit, whole big like press conference, and they were talking about how it was a big deal that he was going to have a gun in the video. And then when you look at This Is America, it's like, it was no problem whatsoever. Like, yeah, they can do whatever off. they want in videos now. Yeah. yeah. Shit is different, man. So yeah. um, I don't know how we got the music videos, but that's cool. Start talking about this is this America. Is America this is America. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Well, should we just stay here on that, or yeah, should we go to Atlanta not? first? I mean, we can do this we, is America now, and then we America, can really yeah. jump into Atlanta. Okay. So all right. So this is America, which is obviously the the marquee single off whatever project that I'm excited for that Childish Gambino's about to drop. Right? Is yeah. that did, did a song come? His last this? album, I think, is going to be. Get the fuck out under of here. Right? It's going to be the oh, last under one under that name. name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Under Childish Gambino. I, I, it's like I his actually, season, though. Like, he's just... 
like out here right now. I actually he premiered a song on SNL and then the that video dropped Saturday. like right fire. after. Yeah, Saturday that is fine. Saturday I, night or something like he that. He premiered another yeah another song called Saturday. That, that shit is no, fire, I like that bro. song and that's what I like to see him do. I like to yeah. I mean I like to see him sing. I don't really care for him rapping. I but. Do, yeah, oh really? I, really? Rap. I like him rapping. Really? Yeah. I mean because I love because of the internet. I think that's that like, awesome. damn yeah. class. No, I don't, I'm not yeah, saying I hate it, but it's not like something I have to rush to hear. Like I prefer to hear him sing. I can I can feel your neck. I ain't mad at him, but yeah, yeah, because my favorite song on because of the internet was Oakland. Oakland, yeah, I love Oakland. Yeah. Mainly because of like the hook though. Yeah, you the know hook and saying? how it goes from like a radio type of feel into like the actual song. Yeah. It's dope. I, I think, like Sober I think Down, the, down the Glover might be the king of setting me up, yo. His first <laughs> album was dope. Hated his second album. What are you well, talking no, about? You talking Camp about was Camp? terrible. I mean, no, Camp I mean, wasn't the, terrible. The album, before the, the, the album before this one. Uh, Awaken My Love? Awaken My Love? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that one. I don't like... You don't like Because of the Internet? The new, what's the newest one that came out? Awaken Awake My, My Love is the newest like Red one. With Redbone, Redbone on it. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like oh, that. Oh, you don't like Man, that? That, that was good. Really? <laughs> don't like it. Yo, first like, of all, I like them rapping better than him singing. And just to get a little bit, a little bit of context about Marcus, just because you guys might be unfamiliar, I got, I got one word that sums up Marcus. Okay. Portsmouth. Oh, you from Portsmouth too, Sean? Yeah. Why wouldn't you from I'm, like? I'm an implant. I was. I'm a military brat that moved there. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. So okay, that makes sense. But, I, but my they got, they, they got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what's wrong with Portsmouth? Portsmouth, man. Every nigga I know from Portsmouth. And shout out to Portsmouth before I say this and get shot. Like going through the <laughs> shot ain't gonna shoot you. No, I'm not gonna yeah. shoot you. Every, I wanna know. No, I said before I get shot. Yeah, I know. I said oh, Shad's not going to shoot, shoot you. Oh, okay, GA okay, okay. not going to shoot you either. Who going to shoot right. you? They, well, they cool niggas, man. You know, there's some <laughs> gun tote niggas out. out, out, out poor. But Portsmouth niggas is basic, man. No, they're not. Like, we just keep oh, it. Wow. They no, like just chicken wings. Just, they like chicken wings. Just you can't, that's that's you, you can't see Shad's face right now. Shad has like the most crew With everything, yo. That's how it is. Man, street. I wasn't even born there. Street heat came from Portsmouth. No vegetables. That was some cats with some money to put a movie together. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was trash, but nobody else no way did anything. Yeah, you're right, man. I mean, Street Heat is a classic, but that's no trash. I know it was, it was, but it was I the fact, that. but it was the fact that some dudes from around the way, you know, put, put a movie. real movie together. Yeah, it was, it was trash. That didn't get no real distribution though. It didn't. <laughs> it but is, out, it, is it on um, like Amazon? No, no, it was years ago. This was you like can still it, put it on Amazon. No, 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 nah, no. This, ain't, this is like this handy was cam. Uh, type this shit. was back in like. It's like it's like mid nineties, right? Ninety one. Snow on oh, the bluff is on. It's like ninety one. It's VHS. Yeah, it's like VHS quality, bro. Oh, I still on. try to get that shit up there. They take anything. Nah. No yeah, shade. that's that's funny. That's <laughs> hella shade, right? No there. shade. But yeah. any yeah, so Marcus from Portsmouth. So carry on about how you didn't like this. <laughs> no, I just don't I don't I didn't like him sing. It just sounded like a bunch of remake songs. It's, it didn't do it for me. You didn't like Redbone? No. Wow. But they do you do. like do you like Bootsy? Uh, Bootsy I'd rather Cameron. be with you. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I like Bootsy. Car. That was the original. Right. Yeah. I like it's Bootsy. Not really a, it's, it's not, not really a remake, remake, but it just puts it's puts you in the style. That's not what I was looking for when I heard. Like, Shout out to Blurred Lines like, and Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Like it's that yeah, kind of thing. It, well, see, I didn't like like. If you ask, do I like Parliament? Do I like Bootsy Collins? Do I like Funkadelic? Yeah, I love all of those. So when I heard this, I was like, it felt it felt unoriginal. Yeah, like is this what he doing? I wasn't Damn. mad at it. I liked that. Him rapping. I loved him rapping. It's, it's cool. I'm not a big fan of him rapping. Yeah, I was. I, I liked him rapping. Interesting. Mm-hmm. No, he can rap his ass off. Oh. I thought of Awaken My Love, like, I mean, I, I already liked Childish Gambino or Donald. See, I was I was always on the fence of him. I never liked his stand-up. 
And I thought he was okay nah, as an actor. Nah. And then like his I rapping, didn't realize he was as talented as he is. He, he yeah, like Awaken My Love made me say, oh shit, I'm tripping. Like, I mean, but even before then, because Atlanta was out before then, uh, you know, I was like, okay, I'm I'm officially on Donald Glover train. But Awaken My Love was like, yo, I'm never getting off this shit. Like, I'm not transferring. Like, I'm I'm gonna be like, what was that movie where they went on a train around the world? With, with oh, Snowpiercer. I'm, I'm Snowpiercer with motherfucking Donald Glover right now. I'm staying on his train and we're going around the world with it. You know what I'm saying? For me, it was like, because I was a big fan of community. Mm-hmm. So when he quit, yeah. it was a big thing because I was like, yo, damn, I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> like his right. career might be over. I was like, that's the stupidest decision you could possibly make. Why did he make. quit? Right. Um, I you think have like a Dave Chappelle moment? He wanted to go into music basically. So after that, he dropped like, I think because the internet, he did like the clapping for no reasons joint. That's like, my shit. So he did. He wanted to go into all this other stuff and do the FX show. Basically, that's why he get canceled, or he left before it. It got canceled later on, but like it it stayed for like another couple. I watched the first couple seasons. He was all right up there. Yeah, yeah. But I have been following him since like Derek Comedy. He was like one of the first people to put out like YouTube sketches like online and stuff with Derek Comedy, which is like Uh his people from like NYU. Yeah, yeah. So he he's been doing it for like a really long time. So it's nice to see his rise to like where he is now. But I feel like it took him a while to get in a groove. For, for the audience he has now as opposed to the audience he had back then. Boy. I knew who he was and I was like, oh, that's that's the kid that everybody wants to be yeah. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But like I, I saw him in like Mystery Men and I was like, this little nigga's not funny. And right. I never thought that his stand-up was funny. <laughs> and then it wasn't. It but wasn't. I supported him anyway, cause black. So right. and then he then when he started like rapping and singing, I was like, oh, okay. Well, it he's took talented. him a while for yeah, for his talent to actually come through. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that, that I think that he just grew into himself and like I'm here for his glow up. So like I really and when when I actually saw him do stand up and I didn't think he was good, but in terms of like the subject matter he was discussing, it kind of gave me a paradigm shift and I was like, "Oh, he's he's a regular ass black dude." And then because it because they kept positioning him as a token, I'm not even going to lie. Like right. that's how yeah. I saw him. And then when I saw him do I don't remember what stand up it was, but it was randomly. I didn't have shit to do, and I watched it on Netflix. And I was like, "Oh, okay." He he, like his upbringing is similar to mine, and like I'm relating to him in a different way. So I was like, "Okay, I can continue to support him." And then after that, he started doing shit I actually cared about. So I think like in terms of the audience he has now for the content he's producing now is a completely different audience that was watching him originally. Mm, I can agree to that. I, can, well, I never watched Community. Or do, you like, think, or do you think we just grew into it? No, I think that his his there's a there's a huge leap between like the bits of Community that I saw and then like Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta is. is definitely something he's making for Black people. Right. Like, yeah. I, and, and I mean, like it's available to white people, obviously. But I don't know if they would even like unless you're really into the culture that you would even catch half of the shit that's right. on the show. Real talk. Real talk. What were you about to say, Marcus? About oh, that? no, no. I was agree. No, I, I say that, like, the Atlanta is a total different shift than, uh, what was the other show? Community. Community. It's a totally yeah. different shift than Community. It's like, you know, the first season of Atlanta, I mean, just Atlanta in general, like, when we watch it, we can relate to it. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes him, I, to me, it made me more relatable to him in general. No, and I right. think that I gotcha. think that's the case that's for the- a lot of people who are paying attention to him now, like, that we're not really... On to him then. Paying attention to him before. Yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah, I just thought he was like just wild, corny. Like he didn't have a shape up and he was just, <laughs> he was like a token. I was like, right. But you can do that now. You can yeah, not you have, cannot have a shape up. And I'm, I'm still not with this. <laughs> what if the interest, <laughs> you're a black dude with no shape up. Shout out to Steph Curry. I saw him on, um, 
uh, what's the late night on NBC? Uh, Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Oh. He was on Jimmy Fallon, and he, and he had some old, dirty shoes. And I was like, oh, yo. Yeah. Like, I was turned off. Like, yo, you got money. Why your shoes? Dirty? And it looked like it was falling apart. I'm not apart. trying to be yeah. funny, but, like, when white people have money, that's what that's their what they shoes do. look yeah. like. Yeah, so he just, just was on, like, he was on that different kind of money. Like, but that don't it's even, not shiny not money. It's I don't I give a fuck money. Yeah. I think I think the cool thing with him is, like, he's a, he's a black dude. You can tell he grew up in, like, a black household. But he was kind of one of those black dudes that was probably what we would have called corny back in high school. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. He definitely was around some white people and shit like that. So he kind of, he kind of, you can tell he has a good scope of like a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. And I can I can relate to that because I'm I definitely grew up in a black ass house, and I don't I I, can, I don't know I'm, I'm kind of different outside of that. So I I can relate to him in a lot of ways like that. But it wasn't until then I really saw that. Yeah, right. I kind of yeah. wrote him off in the beginning. I was like. Cause my, my my one of my best friends is definitely a black dude. There's nothing around some white people. We we're best friends were totally different, and he was always trying to get me to listen to Childish Gambino. I was like, that nigga's corny, and <laughs> I'm just not with it. The nigga doesn't have a shape up, and he's wearing <laughs> yeah, Hawaiian he shirts. Hell bent on that shape. And I re- I really was I really was just like, nah. <laughs> and he would quote lyrics and send me. You know, I'm like, nah, I'm good, bro. Interesting. But you corny. but you're on board now. Yeah, yeah. I, I've given the music a chance. I'm still, I'm still, I'm much more of like in Atlanta and kind of some of the creative shit he's doing. I'm just getting into the music a little bit more. Right. But I, de- I definitely, I got into Awaken My Love. I wasn't fucking yeah. with his music before then, though. Yeah. I'm, I'll definitely admit that. Well, I'll say because, this, like, even based on what you just said and how you received him and you didn't like relate to him just looking at him like, okay, this is not for me. I think that with the influx of like black creatives, millennial creatives to come in like I think that there wasn't necessarily room for him before if that makes any sense and when I say that like I think there was a very strict expectation and the limited amount of content that was like predominantly black that it had to be a certain way and now that we have more and more and more representation of ourselves like we have room to be multifaceted that like black is not this thing that you know it doesn't have to be the Cosby show like we don't have to be on our best respectability bullshit which we needed to then. Right, I'm not gonna. Right, I'm not right. gonna front. But you know, and then over time, as we have more and more images of ourselves, like then we can be where we are now. So right. I think it's like a perfect time for that because right. we weren't ready for it before. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I mean, I I think once I realized that he had there was a socially conscious side to him. I know that's kind of when it switched for me. Like I I didn't think it's like even on because of the internet, I didn't really receive that too much. I just. I received like the okay, he's got a dope vibe to him, like he you know he could tap into that vibe. But like "Awaken My Love" had like it was like a socially conscious album, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But wrapped in just like sixty, seventy sound, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He basically did the same thing as Solange. He just kind of like freaked it a different way. Yeah, but his album came out before Solange's, didn't it? No, I know, but I'm saying yeah. they did the same thing. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool little stride the music industry hit actually right in that. That little pocket between And then we got to get out right after that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the funny thing is because Redbone wasn't played at all on the radio before Get Out. And it, I think once Get Out hit, I heard it like everywhere. Right. So, yeah, same. Mm, interesting. Mm. I, I yeah. saw people were listening to it though because when the album came out, like everybody was screenshotting it on Instagram. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So, but, all right. So there's a difference between, there's a difference between where he was at with Awaken My Love and what we're getting now oh, and yeah. what we saw with This Is America. This video, why is this video being talked about so much from y'all's perspective? I don't think we expected that from him. Really? 
Didn't um, expect what? I didn't. I didn't ex- in terms of like the imagery that he's pre- been presenting. I think that he like took a pl- like a a play out of Beyonce's book, right? And it was like, I came in on some pop shit, mm-hmm. and now like I have your attention, and you cannot get rid of me. Now I'm gonna talk about what I really want to talk about, mm-hmm. and I feel like. I wasn't I wasn't expecting that from him. I expected him to play along like a little longer. Mm. I just think it was something new. It was I mean not new, but it was something that we probably haven't seen in a while. And then he debuted it on SNL. Then he debuted on SNL. The video came out the same night. The video came out the same night at SNL with all the other stuff. So it was like, yeah, I think I think it was just you know it was just something new, it was something we yeah. ha- we hadn't seen something like that in, in a while. So. Yeah, I feel like his messaging was like still very like I'm gonna do this, but I'm not gonna talk about it type thing. Like so, I noticed on his performance on SNL, I didn't watch the whole thing, but the first musical performance, like he had a stage full of thick ass black women and like right. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. So, right. and I mean, I think looking at that, it seemed very intentional, and it was like I'm gonna put these images in your face. But I'm not. I'm not going to say that's what I'm doing. I'm just going to do it, and we're going to move on from it. Right. So, like for him to with this is America, I think it was much much less like subtlety there of like, okay, now I'm going to talk about the shit. Right. Yeah. Interesting. What's your perspective, Mark? Oh. Um, I really, I really loved the video. I had to watch it. I probably watched it about five times in a row when mm-hmm. it first came out because there's so much stuff you miss. Like you miss the horse. You miss the kids on their phone. Yeah. Like. You miss like people being dragged away in the cloth with the guns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was really brilliant, and I mean it wasn't something unexpected because Hillman Rye has been doing like these really creative videos, basically going all the way back to like Donald Glover's first videos. Um, I think he did some Odd Future videos too. Like he's just been known yeah, as like dope. probably the most creative uh, director with that kind of style. Right. Yeah, but you're time. paying attention because you're Martin and you know stuff like that. Like regular ass people don't know shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funny thing about it is I got most of it on the first time I watched it. But I was still like, eh. All right. I, well, <laughs> well, so let's get into interpretations then. Well, so Okay. Now, I'll tell you, this is the the main thing with it. Like, yo, I think in the beginning, what, what got me mad is everybody was like, yo, it's so deep. It's so deep. I was like, what's deep about it? And people couldn't tell me anything. They couldn't tell me anything till they heard somebody else say it. Everybody can't articulate what they're saying. But what what you're telling me, this video is dope because it's deep. But I'm asking you, why is it deep? And you can't tell me why it's deep. Everybody can't articulate that. (laughs) I think sometimes it's hard to really, like she said, it's hard to articulate why something is deep. But it's still resonating with you. you, I think probably what they were trying to say is like, yo, it's making me feel something. Mm -hmm. And I can't explain what 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 that feeling is. Well, see, that's the thing that that got on me. Because I got it. I got it off the top. Right. I knew what it was. And it was was like, yo, it's deep. Well, what did you get? I mean, I got the the distraction of the dance with everything going on in the background. Mm -hmm. I saw the cell phones. I saw the I saw the um them dragging the body away right. after he shot him. I was like, oh, they you know what I'm saying they they treating the gun like it's like good and they just drag. I saw that on the first time I saw the video, and I'm okay. asking and people are telling me if I, I was on Facebook, I was like, why is it deep? And no, everybody was like, but it's just deep. I was like, what what's deep about it? Tell right. me what's deep about it. And nobody could tell me nobody what was deep about it. So I was like, are you telling me it's deep because somebody else said it was deep? Right. I and think then, that that video And is, then that's what I hate. I hate people that do that. That say something. I, I hate something when people say something because somebody else says it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's group thing. Yeah. And then, and I think So that's you think what the what, emperor's naked is what you're saying like it's people don't really understand 
that what they're looking at and they're waiting for somebody else yeah, to tell them that and it's and important. I, and I feel that, yeah. I, I think that it maybe is somewhere in the middle. I don't think everyone can articulate their thoughts and then nobody wants to be the person to say I didn't get it. Mm. So um, even with like, we can go back to like Get Out, like I didn't think that we said anything that nobody else said on our podcast, but then okay. I realized like yeah. people were like, yo, y'all broke down some shit I didn't even think about. Right. And so like sometimes people... They are feeling something, like you said, and they don't necessarily catch everything. Right. So it seems deep to them because they're not looking at it with the same eye as you. Maybe they were actually distracted by him dancing. Right. And, and in real and, life, like, yeah, that's a that's metaphor for yeah, life yeah, in our country. Yeah. And like, and I was like, yo, so if you was distracted, you totally didn't get it. But like, right. it, but that was the point. Yeah, like, yeah. and then like him being super flamboyant on purpose, like to take your eye away from it. That was that was intentional too. Yeah. Like, so that means you totally missed all the stuff in the background. Most people say yeah. that they did, though. Most people will admit that they did, and they had to watch it several times. But these were the people that was telling me it was deep. <laughs> you missed it. You oh, missed it. I, you know what? I see your you correlation missed it. now. I see I, your correlation. I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm one of the people, like, I definitely, like, I'm, pro I'm probably, like, a regular Joe Schmo compared to y'all. So, like, I saw it, and I definitely got, like, what you were saying, like, the first time, but I still was, like, I just knew it was something, like, eye-catching. And plus, I saw it so late at night that, it, like, it woke me up, and I was like, all right, I got to see this again. And I, I definitely was picking up on stuff each time I, I watched it. The first time I was def I definitely got like like the gunshot in the beginning light was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that definitely caught my eye and I was like, okay, I can clearly see like he's doing like it's like the kids are doing all these dances. dances yeah. He was doing all the latest dances and all the shit was going, was going on. on yeah. So I was peeping like that shit and then, you know, like you were saying, I did hear a lot of people just like, this shit is dope. And they had nothing else to like this, this, back say it up. about it. Yeah, so that's why I said like I, I know definitely I, I I liked it. I liked the vision. I liked what he was. I liked it as something different. I didn't have some big fucking dissertation about it or some shit. I, I just I saw it for what it was. It's probably just some big. I don't know. I I, I definitely like where he's going with mm -hmm. this though. I like this approach. Yeah. The funny thing is, I'm like you. When I see stuff, I kind of see it for what it is. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I, I mean, I, okay, I get that. Because it was people it. like, oh, this me, you know, the, the you know, it, it was taking it like everyone had something, something, some, something rare. Something I was like, and I'd be like, the, bag, the bag over his head symbolized. I'm like, bro, what did you like, get that from? Yeah, who, who was it? Lovey was like that. Um, the dude in the beginning like eerily resembled Trayvon Martin's dad, yeah, and I'm like, I think that's that, like yeah. Lovey said it, and I was, and then she was like, that's not his dad, but uh, it was either Lovey or it was Lovey because. I, I heard People that. ran with that. Yeah, See, I don't get, yeah, I don't get yeah. And I'm like, that wasn't him. And like, I think like, it was just a coincidence, bro. Like, I don't right. even think that was on purpose. Right. Um, Martin, what'd you, what'd you think? Um, well, the main thing I got from the video is like how easy it is to, uh, to like move on from a tragedy, like move on from like a police shooting or move on from a mass mm. shooting. Like what well, interesting thing is like, I feel like This Is America is also talking about us, the viewer, mm -hmm. because if you watch reaction videos, like people are like jamming with it, smiling or whatnot. And then when the shooting happens, they get real shocked or whatever the first time they watch it. Right. And a couple seconds later, when he starts dancing, they're it's like jamming again. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. we completely just like get distracted or it's very easier for us to move on from like, really horrendous violence that we might see. Right. And I, I thought that was really, like, strong commentary. Interesting. That was, that's that, I, that's I, I didn't even see that. I didn't even hear... I haven't even heard somebody articulate and I, it that way. And even, even to your point, I think, like, with the dancing, it's like there's so many ways that maybe that's intended, maybe we're receiving it, but, like, I think it's on purpose, too. Like, I'm, I'm trying to distract you, but, like, also... 
we're distracted by this dancing, but this is also what's expected of us when these things happen. We yeah. expect you yeah. to just move on and not really continue to pay attention to it. And like black people keep entertaining us. Like, don't worry about what's going on in the background. Right. You know, well, the crazy thing is I think there's definitely going to be kids that, like, do the little, like, you know how they do the dance videos for just random, like, dances and stuff? Somebody's going to do, like, a This is American dance video, and that's yeah, going to, like, yeah, defeat yeah, the sure. whole purpose of the video. Right. <laughs> the song that's is fine. Right. That's right. Pretty, the, song yeah. is hard. the song is fine. So, so I was, one of the most socially yeah, conscious yeah. songs you can play in a club, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I even, like, I, and I'm not into, like, the dance, but I can see, like, he was doing, like, the, 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 the fucking uh, JB Block Boys. Yeah, he was doing yeah, that yeah. shit. Like that's the lay, and then yeah. he was doing the shit yeah. with the African kids. Yep. There was mm-hmm. like I was peeping like okay, and this is like these viral videos and shit that we picking up on. Like he was saying, he's easily distracted. I was picking up on shit like that. So I kind of saw, like I said, I kind of saw it for what it was. Like, but it's dope though. So I so I kind of took from it a couple of things, right? Like conditioning, mm-hmm. right? Like fear conditioning. Yeah. Um, you know how we saw, you know, we go. We were conditioned. He shot the he shot the dude playing the guitar. Then we, you know we saw him shoot the choir. Right. And then at the end, it was like he just pulled out his hand, and everybody scattered. Like we were conditioned to feel like something terrible was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also you know, de- you know, being desensitized. Obviously, a lot of this shit was happening. Didn't really affect anybody. All these right. killings and shit like that. Um, one of the things that I really found myself um, paying attention to was like, okay, these images of like black on black violence, you know, how like, you, you know, it was easy for him to kill this person. It was easy for him to kill the choir. You right. know, it was easy for him to just be this big man in this in this environment. And then at the end, we see him running from the white people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, like, you're not really that big and bad. You know, like your perception of white people is more authoritative than you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, like yeah. like I like I don't really know how to articulate that, but like I, I see what you're saying. Like that you're big and bad in your own environment, but the you're still un, the underlying thing is that there's these these people you still perceive to be more powerful than you. Right. But I think like that's not in terms of like threats to you. Yeah. That's not inaccurate. Right, right. So, like, so I mean, I f- you know, as people, we like to think like we have agency and we're powerful. That's great. But, like, realistically, to someone in that situation who's committing acts of violence mm-hmm. against, pro- well, I don't call it black on black crime, proximity crime, right? Okay, there you go. Um, good, good. No, good no, no. Verbs. I'm not, I'm not correcting. No, no, you, no but good verbs. Just so though. we're clear, I, I, people I like out that. there, I like that. Um, who are committing proximity crime, um, and in those situations where crime is purposefully running rampant Mm -hmm. so that property value can drop. It's a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but in those situations, they are powerful, but ultimately like there is someone more powerful than them. Right. Um, And there's, there's limits to that power. Um, Also, I think like, I, I think like that, that's like realistic in terms of like how we digest those things, even as black people. Mm -hmm. Um, Or what's, what's put on us that like, this is okay. But this is not okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Real like shit. that. Real I think shit. that's a critique of us as black people that I see all the time from white people. Like proximity crime is not something that we necessarily care about. Right. But as long as it's happening there. But as soon as there's there's um, interracial violence, then it's a problem. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Which which it, is not accurate. It's not inaccurate, but it's not accurate it's not either. Accurate. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, that's a very skewed depiction. Um, uh, I tell you what, man, the hardest part of the song to me 
is Young Thug's part. Like lyrics wise, if you really listening to like the end, like when Young Thug is what he's saying, like um, something like we he just a black man in this world. He just a barcode. He said something about like a barcode. Mm-hmm. Like that was like his that whole last like chant part is I think lyrically. It's saying a lot, and yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of messages. You're a product. Just, yeah, you're a product, bro. Mm-hmm. You're a product that could be bought that and could sold. Be bought, you know, so you're getting money. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're, you know, you're being, you're being bought. I um, think that that's like there's there's I don't it's not a double entendre, but like there's multiple meanings there because as a product you can be bought, and I think like there are even like functions of that within the medium that they're delivering this information because they're entertainers mm-hmm. so we are consuming them in that way but then you know to to take a page out of like 13th like slavery still le- legal in the prison system mm-hmm. and so even when you're in the pr- prison system you're still a product you're you're something that's being acquired to make money yeah. um and you and you can be bought um also like in terms of like shiny objects and and you compromising your morals to have material things like I don't think that that's like a singular message, but no, that is, yeah, but it is like a layered. prolific statement, yeah. like very simplistically a prolific statement. Well, and then, and then it, he goes on to say more something about like like a big dog in the yard. He he says a lot in like mm. these little like it's like four to five maybe six bars that. But he it's has. so palatable because of how he's presenting yeah, it. Yeah, and it's like very melodic, so it's very it's very easy to miss it. But to me, it's like the chunk of what they're trying to say is just like. You're a product, and you you know you're a big dog that's contained to this particular yard. Like mm-hmm. you have no real power agency, yeah. like you said. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's it's very it's very very impactful, very insightful, man. When you when you listen to it, um, but no, it's it's good. I think it's a great piece of art that has people talking, and I think you know I I like the way Donald Glover handles himself in terms of like being, um, uh, you know, in the media. Like he 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 ain't out here trying to explain it. You know, he don't care if people get it or not. Like, you know, he speaks how he feels through his art and then he just keeps it moving. I think he wants you to feel something and have your own takeaway. If he explains it to you, it cheapens it. It cheapens it 100%. So thus is why it's up to about 80 million now because he. Well, and I think that's like a play out of Jordan Peele's book, too. Like, I'm not going to explain but so much to you because I think what you take away from it is much more important than what I could spoon feed you. Right, right. And we're probably saying shit that they didn't even think about. They just stumbled upon by accident, to be honest. Um, So anyway, man, is yeah, that's we done with that. Yeah. Move on to Atlanta. (laughs) All right. Cool, man. So Atlanta, the season finale just uh just wrapped up yesterday, and um, season two, Robin season. Where we at with it, man? How we feel about it? Loved well, it. I just want to say we have somebody in the group who uh really hates Atlanta. So we're just gonna be civil. We're not gonna talk over him or interrupt him <laughs> or anything. We're just we're just gonna let him speak. Um, I'm not gonna call him out. Whoever he is, are you it's talking to sure. yourself right now? Like we we've, we've been allowing him to just to to talk. Season one, it yo. The wow. season, so this How, season, so let's back up. How did you feel about season one? I love season one. Season one was dope. Why did you like season one? Season one, season one was funny. Season, I mean, it was like it wasn't. Season two to me was too much to think about. Huh. It was too much stuff that, like, at the end of the show, I had to be like. Wow, what did that mean? Isn't that wow, what was that? that? Oh, well, nah, I mean, did you like, listen to what his intentions for the show were? Well, though this is the thing. Like, I get it. Season one wasn't like that, though. 
Well, I think he, he, he but he I don't said think so. Like season one to me, like everything that was happening, I got it in season one. Season two was too much of what was this? What was that? Because you even on Facebook, out of every episode, you would see people talking like, "What did that mean?" Or what does this mean? Well, it's I like think that's good though. Yeah, that's good. I, I think that's great. But it's, but it's I think, and he did. I that's do like remember reading that he was saying that like he it was definitely going. It wasn't going to be as laid out as it was in season one. They were going with a different. It was gonna be totally different with this season. I don't like and that. I, I love that they have people talking. Like, yeah, I do too, I mean, I do, but, he, but I just I don't I don't like that approach. Initially, he said that he wanted to make his own version of Twin Peaks. I did not expect it to be funny every time. And interestingly enough, based on the piece of art that he just made and put out to us, like I think that like that all ties together. Like right. you guys have this expectation of being entertained all the time. You don't want to fucking think. Right. Yo. I don't. Well, <laughs> I don't. Well, I appreciate when, you, Candace. When, when, when I come, when it comes to my TV shows, I don't like. Well, so, so what? What? Give me an example of something that you didn't get out of season two. The uh, you can go to the episode with the um, what was the dude name? The the white dude, Teddy Perkins. Oh my goodness, that was that was oh, that was entertaining as fuck. I, I oh, love no. the curveball because you were it, thinking it was gonna be something funny. I can't remember what was the episode before that week. It was it was baby. You always think, yeah, because oh, Bibby was Bibby was, was hilarious. fucking hilarious. Yeah, I like Bibby, yeah. But that's the, I think that's the beauty in it. They gave you, they yeah. gave you a, like a constant that was funny in every frame, and then the next week it's like a it's it was, like a thirty minute horror film. It was like, dry. It, what? It didn't. That show, it, that episode was unnerving. It, it was, was yeah. perfect. It was, it was perfect. Well, that, it, well, no, it wasn't. But nah, it was almost perfect. Nah, that was, I, I showed that to my parents, and they were they were on. The, they're not moved by anything, and they were on the edge of their seats. Like nah, I wasn't. So, but you, wasn't. you understand that it wasn't supposed to be funny. No, I didn't say it was supposed to be. It's just I was just like, yo, you just supposed to be uncomfortable. It just didn't do it for me. So, you what were, did you feel watching that? What the fuck is this? That's what I said. <laughs> but that's what I said too. <laughs> What the fuck is this? And then I was just like, yo, it just it didn't do it for me. I mean, mm. I get it. Some people like stuff. It didn't it didn't do it for me. No, nah, like that's stuff. what that's what it is, man. It didn't, it, it didn't do it for me. Damn, it didn't do it for me. That's crazy. But there are certain shows like like okay, if I like like they Rashad gets on me on this all the time. I watch like my favorite show is Wayne's Brothers. That's a stupid it's a stupid mm-hmm. show. I know, okay, I'm watching this, it's gonna be funny. Yep. And there's nothing to discuss after. It's matter of fact. It's, that's that was a joke. Boom, blah blah blah. Funny. This you one laugh. you don't know. You don't know what's gonna like. Like there were curveballs in that first season. That that whole episode with Donna, the Donahue episode. Oh, the BET yeah. episode. That was. Oh, that was yeah, I love that joint. That's what yo. I'm saying. It was completely out of left field. It was, but it was like, yo, I love that episode. Yo, that episode was on Amazon's like. It's but, but I but I love <laughs> I love where you could you can watch that show because what I love about Atlanta is if like. If you went around the room and took all of us separately and said in ten seconds explain Atlanta, all of it, our answers it'd be would be something totally different. different. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I love about it. It's, it's, it's you don't never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's kind of your interpretation. I love when you can watch something. I have what I what I think, and then she says something. I'm like, I didn't even think about that, and like that's what I love about this show. Wasn't for me. Wow. <laughs> what I mean, you that's what I can't I, tell you. You're I wrong. Spend, so. I spend a majority of my day thinking and trying to like put stories together. When I get home and I watch a show, I just want to watch a show. Man, I really? respect it, man. Yeah. I respect yeah, it. I just want to watch a show. You understood about the episode? It was kind of about Michael Jackson or Marvin Gaye and about well, fun- and these yeah, children but, being robbed of their innocence. But yeah. every I've I've heard like four or five different like. Explanations for that show. That's the point. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> I feel like great. like I don't want to watch a show and have to think, or oh, it could be this, or it could be that, or it could, I want to. 
So I, I want to zero in you on it. Spoon fed to you. I, think I just want to zero in on it. <laughs> I think you're cool with like the weirdness and the uncertainty, but I think you like the more of the stuff from season one where it'll be like an invisible car or something like that. Man, that, was, that, was, that shit was funny. That's my favorite, <laughs> yeah. my favorite episode man, of the series. Man, yeah. that was funny. Like that's not that's not real life, of course, but you understand the joke is yeah. about an athlete having this really nice, like impossibly nice car or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That was something that your ass can't never have. That's really like a really easy joke or re- really easy thing to understand. Like, I, yeah, that, yeah, that was funny to me, but I don't know. It just it didn't do it for that me. That was though. funny when Bibby bought it back up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so if we talk my favorite episodes, my my favorite episode was the barbershop, was the Bibby episode. Yeah. Of, of this, of that, this, That was yeah. my favorite episode. Yeah. yeah. This is, I, you know, that was the one I was like, yo, this shit is so real. Like, I re- like, He's I'm being robbed of his now. time. Like, right. I'm bald-headed now, but I remember when it, I used to, I used to go to, uh, yo, shout out to my man Spruce, man. My man Spruce down Newport News. He used to cut my hair and take appointments. And that nigga was never on time, bro. Not yeah, like yeah. he was like he was always there, but when I get there, there was always like three other niggas ahead of me. But I'm like, but I had an appointment, my nigga. Like <laughs> I had three yeah. niggas get in front of me. Yeah. But he was so cool, I ain't mind waiting. But you know, it, that, that, that was, was just part of the culture of, yeah, of what you had to do. A, yeah, yeah. 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 When he when even when like when he finally got him in the chair and then he stepped back and he was just like rambling, he's like you see that uh, key and pill? Yeah. Like that's the kind of shit that they it do now at barbershop. Yep. Yeah. When I sit down, my barber is like this, and I'm like, bro, like, cut my fucking yeah, head. Yeah, I got Bibby, go. man. I got a, <laughs> I yeah. got a photo shoot, Bibby. Yeah, man, that nigga fucking and it, <laughs> and it took that nigga uh, to to his uh, baby mama or whoever house. Yeah, his baby mama. That was a baby mama. And so you like Zaxby's? Yeah, I'm glad they addressed Zaxby's. Zaxby's my shit. People don't like it. It's all right. Mostly people from Portsmouth don't like it. I like it. Rashad ain't from Portsmouth. Rashad is from Portsmouth. Well, he's from from Suffolk. He lives in Suffolk. He went to high school in Suffolk. That's a fact. Okay, okay. We're going to let that slide. He claims Portsmouth. So, so what was y'all's favorite episodes, though? It was was the one. That was my favorite episode. But The the Teddy? The Bibby episode was my favorite. Um, But in terms of like, the scene that just fucking took me out. Mm-hmm. It was like, was that episode two where he couldn't like get in the club with his girl? He was trying to take Van on a date because he had a little bit the of money. Bill. Yeah. yeah. That fucking scene where he tried to race Michael Vick. That's like yeah. some of the... Because <laughs> it was I, so left field. No, oh, but man. I was weak, man. <laughs> like, man. And the fact that like, I was like, oh shit, that's really Michael Vick. <laughs> and man. he never talked the whole time. He just looked at him like, yeah. you know you about to get flamed right now. But <laughs> when he said I was like, Michael, Michael Vick out here. Michael Vick ain't, ain't, ain't really in the show. And then he popped out. I was like, yo, this Who's nigga next? Michael Vick racing people in the park. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That was, but it's funny as hell because like, it's... I don't know that Mike would necessarily do something like that, but it's plausible as hell that like niggas would, that's like some good ass, black ass, innocent, Funny shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also some only to happen in Atlanta. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That's some, that's some shit. Shout out to my man Confidence, man. That was the African nigga who played. He was the African <laughs> dude who looked at the hundred dollar bill. That's my homeboy. He was in Jack's film. Oh, okay. That, that, that we DP for. Man. Ah, yeah. flipped. Yeah, yeah. He looked like uh, he looked like um, Antoine Antoine Fisher. Confidence <laughs> I hate dude. you. But um. Yeah, 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 that was good. That was a good moment. That was like my favorite scene of the entire season because mm-hmm. I just, it was just the silliest shit and I was weak. That and 
the scene where, and I put this on Facebook, and I don't know if y'all really had an appreciation for it, but like I like when shit is ridiculous and it fucking catches me off guard. Mm. So when Al was like fucking, he threw his phone out the window, and Darius was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) when I tell you, I laughed so hard, and people were just like looking at me like, but it was so in the moment, it was just so funny. You have to see his face and how dramatic it was. Like my nigga, I can't believe, like he he acted like it was Michael Jackson, like dangling blanket, like my nigga, what you doing? And what, did he throw it out because of the because she was doing the Paperboy song? Yeah, or she, did, like, yeah. Or she yeah. wanted to they meet up or something. They were in a group text or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they did what? Yeah. He was like, but she was like, I think I think they were in a group text and she was texting oh her boyfriend. God. But if yeah, it was in his right. text or whatever, he kept yeah. getting notifications. But that is yeah. how you feel when you be in a group text though. Oh that shit yeah. do make it funny. What Shout you? out to uh, uh, I forgot his name. Who? Um, you ain't forget his name. You just ain't want to say it. No, I, I definitely forgot. Who? The dude in the group text, who in Miami right now? <laughs> the dude, Blair. Oh, oh, Blair. Oh, Shout out to Blair. Blair. Group text kid. That's an inside joke. He's a baby. Yeah, that's uh, terrible. What was your favorite episode, Mark? Actually, my favorite episode was probably the first one. Just, I don't know, it just connected with me like so well. Man. I just love the opening. That scene where the, he got robbed. <laughs> yo, when Cat Williams, what did he throw he to him? What he what did, what did, what was he? He Damn. gave him the gun. Yeah, yeah, but the way he threw it to him, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yo, cat, yo, shout out to cat, man, because I mean, we, all we all we ever see is like the fuck shit cat be doing, but y'all niggas really He's funny, funny, bro. He's funny. Yeah. Cat Williams is really funny, yeah. but he was like realistic. Everybody got like a crazy ass family member that just be in some shit all yo, the time. I have, right. I have an uncle in Atlanta who's like just exactly like that. So it was it really. It really did a lot for me as far as like connecting to that episode. Mm. He doesn't have an alligator or anything, but he, he definitely wild. like. I love the music when he like went that. up in there. He was in there rocking. He was playing um, uh, Jeffrey Osborne. It's not Jeffrey Osborne, but the group he was in. He was the song. If you go back and listen to it, uh-huh. but that just reminds it. me. It was like some seventies and eighties jams. He was in there rocking. Like yeah, if you go back and listen to it. But that what really like me saying like everybody got a person in their family who's just like weird like that. The thing that really like stuck out to me is that if that's somebody in your family, right? Then I think the messaging is there. Like, okay, earned like this person, he got regular black ass uncle, him and Alfred do. But like, none of us feel a threat from from that person. Cause yeah. you know, like even though he he like has a woman kidnapped in the room, like it's not a big deal. This is what like, they fucking do, right? Relationship. And yeah. like that, there's like a, a very like non-threatening situation that if somebody outside of our culture observed, like it's Holy a big fuck. ass deal. Like yeah. 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 I got to call the cops because you're doing this like situation. Right. I don't know if that was like a message there, but like, I think like people outside of our culture, when they observe us doing shit, that's like not a thing to us. Like it's a big deal to them. Right. And then it puts us in danger. Well, I think, I think that was, I think we see that we saw that real life addressed and this whole thing that happened with Starbucks, mm-hmm. and then, but it was also addressed in um in Dear White People, mm-hmm. right? Like you know that whole scene where, the, the you know at the, where Reggie got the gun pulled on, right? Him, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, this is just how we behave, and like when you don't understand it, it's frightening to you. Yeah, and or I, if you want a weapon, because I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna because Gabe is the one. Mm-hmm. calling the cops I'll interpret it that way but like I'm sure you guys have seen like this influx and I think like the first one that really people were paying attention to was Starbucks of like weaponizing the police against you and right. I don't and it's funny because I, I wasn't even watching it at that time before that shit unfolded like I wasn't even thinking about that uh-huh. but looking back on it it's just one of those things where as like black people like this is this just this is what we doing this, like yeah, mind yeah. your business like and if you're not over policing us like it works itself out just like right. go away just <laughs> out. yeah 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 
Uh, one thing I, I want to know, because I was kind of disappointed like from watching the first episode and then watching the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. It seems like he uses a lot of like non-actors or like up-and-coming actors and not really like... Like if I... If I compare to Insecure season two, right? Like she put on um, Lil Rel, she put on Sterling K. Brown, so it's like she's filling out these uh, smaller roles with like bigger names and stuff. Since I guess they have more money and they the show is popular, and I for, I thought that Atlanta would be the same way. Watching the first episode with Cat, I thought we would get like a lot more um, like known actors and stuff like that. But, but I feel like he does the opposite. He yeah, tries he does to put on people who are not yeah. really popping. Yeah, like the the like girl a, from the Drake's party, she's like the only actor I really knew really. Yeah. But because she was in Insecure, she was like the... Um, she was a, the loud mouth to get, yeah, secretary, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Hear me, okay. Yeah, so I wonder <laughs> how, if, y- if y'all felt the same way. Like, were you a little disappointed that they weren't like bigger name actors and stuff? No, I didn't care. At all? If it had taken away from the show, um, like the, the, the production value and the quality of the show, then I might have, but right. it, doesn't. it doesn't at all. I mean, like, yeah, I watch it. Honestly, this is one of the few shows that I watch where the content is really the king. Like, yeah. you go into every episode, you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. And then, you know, I mean, like, the whole Tracy thing, man. That that dude, like, is that his name with the waves spinning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's my, that was my episode. Other than Sporting waves. Yeah. yeah. He, like, he like the bro man from the fifth floor. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you fuck with him. I know. I, that's well, like Mark, Martin's Martin's favorite show. Yeah, it is. I tell you, the, the funniest part, I'll say, of the whole season was the no chase policy. Oh, that's <laughs> real. That's yeah. real. Yeah, it was like, yo, you, know, you worked in the mall. That's you know real. they got a no chase policy. <laughs> like, that's yo, funny. to me, that's that's the that was the funniest thing in the whole series. Yeah. That, yeah. And did you watch the uh, ninth episode? Well, not the, the episode before Fubu. Which one was that? North they, of the border when they went to uh, the, college. the college. Dog. Yo. Yeah, you missed out. I think you know, that made you know, me think out. about your seen, white people. I seen summer, yeah. but I was I was kind of out on it by then. You time. ain't you ain't see the end of the episode where where, where they Earn was fighting. Was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some. Yeah. Yo, Earn caught a raw deal, boy. Yeah, I saw, he yeah. was tight though. But that's another thing too. If you ever been like that's a, a real road thing. trip with your boys, that's a real. Every time I got in the car with two or more of my homeboys, it was. An hour in the car, it was always pull the car over. We about to fight. Somebody about to fight. That's, that's no, what, what, what's it, hilarious but... is we were hanging out. What was that last weekend? Oh, oh yeah, we saw you. Yeah. And and like it was funny because it was just like it was me and some other friends, but not our normal like happy hour crew that we go out with. And like it was more of Sean's friends, and they were talking about like fighting each other when they were younger. And it was the funniest yeah, shit in the that's world. Real I fought my best friend. A couple but times. I'm mad because <laughs> of the best part. They cut out. Did you see the the, oh, the TLC one? Yeah, the TLC joint. The TLC what? Yeah, I didn't they, see they, they, they you noticed little... when they were dressed up in them silk pajamas. They they were TLC. TLC. Yeah. So they did I a did whole creep. You ever seen creep? You seen creep? creep. The and they video. had an outtake when they was doing creep. All yeah. of us dancing doing oh, the creep. Wow. Yeah, I pulled that yeah. up. All the dudes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yo, that, that was, was the best. outtake. They had an outtake. They was in front outtake. of the. They was in front of the apartment. Yeah. Right? In front of the apartment oh, they were staying in. This was on the show. They showed it on the no, show. No, no, no. It's, it's, a it's, like, it's online. Oh, it's, online. it's online. Oh, that's and they why. They started I singing it. the creep and they all of them started doing the dance. Oh, oh, I gotta pull it up. Yo, that, that would have been the best part. That's some real Atlanta shit right there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, TLC's dope. from Atlanta, yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a question. Like, thinking about that episode and thinking about the whole season as a whole, do you think Ern is a good like manager? Because to me, if we were in college and stuff, because I knew rappers in college and we would like go shoot videos and chill and tour and stuff, like that situation wouldn't be that bad if like you're 21, 22, but like since they're yeah. like damn near 30 years old, like 
that was a pretty fucked up situation to earn, for Earn to put them in. So do you feel like he's a bad manager and he should have been fired? Um, you know what? Like over the course of the entire season, he has no experience as a manager. Yeah, no experience. No. Right. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that conversation that him and Darius had, um, on the plane, on the uh, no, no, before the, the plane, in the passport, place. At the passport, in the passport place. place. Well, I feel like that sums it up. Like you know, like he is is there's still a learning curve. Like he's not experienced, so he is fucking up. He's growing. Yeah, he's growing, and but that that fuck up is part of the growth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, so no, I see, and I'm yeah. glad they addressed that too because like I feel like that's a big thing in our culture too. Is like we so quick to like, oh, black people do bad business. We don't know how mm-hmm. to do that. But like, yo, we don't, we don't have, you know, we're learning. We're still yeah, in our learning yeah. curve. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he did say know? another yeah. real part in that. He was like, yo, but we, we both can't fuck up. And we yeah, both we can't, both can't yeah, fail. Yeah. yeah, it's like with. I guess what the type of rapper Paperboy is, like he doesn't seem like he's that serious about rapping. He's kind of more about making money. He'll probably have like a year and a half or a summer, like a Trinidad James type of thing where he'll be gone like next year. Right. Mm-hmm. If And that's usually how that plays out. So it's like, Ern can, can only fuck up for so long yeah. before Paperboy misses it, his it, like opportunity. Ern is like always trying to take a shortcut. Like he's slick and. He calls him out on that a lot. Like, he's resourceful, though. He is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think Ernst is broke. Well, no, he's that's, yeah, that's but, all it is. Yeah. Ernst is broke, and like he, he, like he's managing an artist with a lot of potential, but the money is not there yet. Yeah. So in order, to, but in order to, you have to have money to get to the money. But I think, but so, so like with that episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was basically he didn't tell him up front anything. He's just like, oh, I found this random girl on Instagram. And we're going to stay there because it's cheaper. He didn't tell him, like, anything up front. He's always just like, we're going to take the short route. We're going to figure something out real quick. I get that. That's cool. Right. I, I get what you Yeah, he's broke. He's always just trying to figure out the, the, the shortcut. But I think you see, like, Al throughout is always calling him out on something. Like, you think you slick. Like, yeah, yeah. I saw what you did. You know, he's always calling him out on some shit like that. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, but but that was deep. Like I said, when when they were going, when he was talking to him, that's what you got to see that episode when they, when they went up there because he had that conversation with him about, Basically, he was about to cut. You know, I'm watching you. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, this is a warning. Like, I'm, I might have to let you go. Yeah. So the whole thing was that the white boy that that the white dude that manages Luke. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Yoo, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Clark. I, he, yeah, Clark. He was he's courting. He's basically courting um, paper, paper, paper boy. Okay. You know what I'm saying as a client. But here's the funny thing about that, right? He's he when they the episode where they went to like. Um, Spotify or something like Wherever that. Wherever they were. Yeah, like, it was like a, yeah, like, yeah, streaming or some shit yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah and, and um, they were doing, like, marketing for them. Al was really turned off by the level of shucking and jiving that he would have to do to make that kind of money. And right. he's like, I want to be real, I want to be real. Like, right. in, the, in the Woods episode, like, he's like, I ain't with all that fake shit. So I think it's really interesting that I ain't with all that fake shit, but the fake shit is what the white guy has to offer you. Right. And you're still, yeah. like valuing that above what your cousin is doing trying to help you keep it real whatever the fuck that means right. for you for you right right real somehow shit. he's seeing that fake shit bringing in some money though but but my thing my thing about but you're not willing to do this. it my yeah my thing about paper he's boys, lazy he's as mad fuck. reluctant he mad lazy like anything that's ever yeah. set up for him he do a half i never seen a nigga perform for real you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Does he have another song or is it just the I one? Think it's just that one. No, he, he, I mean, they well, reference other, reference songs. other songs. Like on mixtape yeah. songs, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They played a couple like on the first season. But yeah, so that's my thing. It's like, 
he's the paper boy's not even doing everything he can do. Like he's the mm-hmm. most. I don't even understand how he's even fucking successful to be honest. Like dumb luck. Like, but that's yeah, I, but got, I think that's kind of like, a catchy like, hook. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's kind of like what's going on today. You yeah. see somebody like how the fuck did. Yeah, yeah but but them niggas got work ethic. Like, but we, you don't even you don't know that. No work ethic. All of them? Yeah, no. Even know, nah. Nah. <laughs> they just oh, all these little, all these lulls, They ain't got yeah. <laughs> the lulls. <laughs> with something I mean, catchy, and it stick for a while. Right, and but that, that's not that anything junk. new. Like, I think like with that's been going on. Yeah, like one hit wonders are a thing, and some some people you can know their name, but you can only name like one song by them, and you don't know what their work ethic was, or or whether or not it was their lack of like follow-up is a result of that or if it's their team you don't really know but i have to assume at least some of them are lazy the funny thing is like you know if you look at some of the um, some of the past one hit wonders they actually kind of made real songs some of these one hit wonders now ain't saying nothing that's like he he just said trinidad james i love i love that song when it came out and i I knew i was like (laughs) this nigga this is it like (laughs) you gotta enjoy these three months this is it yeah nothing nothing who would have thought that fetty wap would have been a summer nigga fetty wap is <laughs> but no, but I'm de- but Fetty Wap was huge Why? with them two songs. Well, he had like six or seven. I only yeah. remember yeah. two. Yeah. On a lot. I only yeah. remember two that the, I actually. The fact that we don't even talk about him is really crazy to me. We shouldn't. I mean, uh, <laughs> but he was like, at he's the second he coming of Nelly really, in real life. Yeah, he was out here, Ooh. but I don't know. I've never understood. The fascination, the track queen. He is the cool. se- he is the mm-hmm. second coming of Nelly. See, it's some different I'm, shit. He's rap singing. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I felt that way about Future. And I still I didn't feel. I felt that way for a while. I longevity. Yeah. He he, he kind of like all right, my nigga. Like I don't really see the appeal. Like I, the music has a vibe, but niggas go cr- they really go crazy over Future, yeah. and I'm like I don't see it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I that must you know I, I hate to feel like an old nigga, but that's how I feel about Future. <laughs> He's talented, but it's just not that fucking talented. Yeah, I mean opinion. nowadays you don't even like your your song just has to go viral. Like, mm-hmm. look at uh, there's this kid called uh, I think Tay K or whatever. Mm, mm-hmm. I've heard the name. Yeah, like he um he I think he killed somebody. Oh, allegedly or something like that. But he <laughs> killed you. he killed somebody. I think I don't know if it was Chicago or something. And then he ran away. And because he ran away, he made a song called The Race about how he killed somebody and ran away. Right. Oh, and he got I did. called okay. by the cops and now he's in prison. And ever since then, people like that. Lil Yachty, it went viral, but people like Lil Yachty and other people like bigged up the song to where it's like really huge. Free Take K. Yeah. And the, the race, no they play. <laughs> but they play that song like all the world, all over at like look, like kids or younger people's parties and stuff. So it's like, you don't even got to work really nowadays. You crazy. just need a rolly, rolly, rolly yeah. and a dab oh, ranch. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, okay, so at least so, that little nigga's not mumbling. So there's that. Well, <laughs> so out of curiosity, then Marcus, did you have a favorite episode this season? I told you the one with the one with Bibby it was my favorite one, just okay. because of it was funny. It was funny, and you had to think. Yeah, I had to, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Like yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> But you said That's you funny. didn't care for the FUBU episode, and I don't. I don't feel like you had to think really hard with nah, that either. That was better. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. it just didn't. I knew what it was. This I shit was funny. Deep, it was That's funny to me too. Like it made me feel all kinds of things. I, yeah. I mean, I remember that whole era when flea market stuff was coming out, and everybody was let me check your tag and all. Yeah. That. I mean, it was cool. It just wasn't. That shit took me. So back. here's the, here's the thing though. If Ern's shirt came from Marshalls, it was not fake. It was probably irregular, but it wasn't fake. 
So I just, I'm curious, like, if the other boy's shit really it, was fake. I thought it came from Burlington Coat Factory. It still wouldn't have been fake. Oh, uh, yeah. They, the mm-hmm. shit they sell is, like, overstocks and irregularities. Well, it's not there, fake, though. Well, there was no way to even determine whether it was fake or not on the, on the episode. He said like, he got it from well, Marshalls. He, he, didn't, he didn't have the patch. Yeah, thing. but, yeah. I mean, but yeah. if he got it from Marshalls, then, I mean. It's real. It, it's, it was probably real. But there was a different tag or something, though, right? Yeah, it, I don't just, know why it was that just was, the patch, but. and then one had the uh, stripes on the Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah, Obo had the patch, but even his tag, one was made Taiwan, one was one made One was made in China, else. one yeah. was made yeah. in Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but, yeah, I mean, they they didn't describe any way for to tell which one was fake. Or not. But I don't know. That was just the way I rationalized it. They don't sell fake shit at Marshall's. Hey, they said he got it from the flea market or something like that. We would have been like, oh, we know it's fake. Yeah. But no, but I but I've been there when like so it it was real, you know, it'd be real. So like like high school it it wasn't as bad as that in high school, but like if you're if you had the authentic or the throwback Mitchell and Ness, or if you got the, the champion swing man, it was a big difference. And you was getting roasted. If you came in there with a champion ironed on jersey and my man had the throwback, you yeah. was getting roasted like that. So Niggas was definitely getting roasted. See, our, our joint was the Portsmouth had the uh, George Washington flea market. Oh, Yo, yeah. everybody was getting like polos and Tommy. Yeah. It, it was super fake. Super fake. Well, I remember I got roasted. I came in with a pair of Air Force Ones that was the colorway that didn't exist. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, they got me. But you know Did what? Did you realize what, your shit was fake, though? I mean, nah. I, I mean, Nah, I, I've never been like into like you know what I'm saying. Kept up with shit. What y'all have on that side? Mom, y'all I mean, had the uh, uh, what y'all had some? The, what's that the shit? Flea that Quan, Quan took them there. I yeah, know what you're talking about. The, um, Quan took MTV the, there that the time. Petal, the oh, uh, uh, Peddler's Village. Peddler's Village. Yeah, Peddler's yeah, Village. News. Yeah, yep. they, they tore yeah. that down. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, it ain't really there no more. That's what that's where everybody had all the fake stuff on that side. Yeah, Peddler's Village. Where you get it? So, but but what I liked about that episode, you know, like. In middle school or in high school, those types of sh- like that was your world. Yeah. You know no, that was saying? real. Like, that you was real. Escape that. Like you, you real life had anxiety about shit that was happening in school that you can't even remember to this day. You'd be like, "Oh, that's right, that did." Happen. And you had to go a whole yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, that that was real though. Yeah. But but you know, so when the kid committed suicide, obviously that was the message. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, what I thought was deep about that too. What's about that? that episode is like like. Earn had like his little like couple of friends. It was a white dude and like another dude, mm-hmm. and he showed up with a Fubu jersey, and they was basically just like, oh, "Okay, yeah. you got a Fubu jersey, like cool." Yeah. So it kind of. But kinda he was feeling back. really good about himself. Yeah, to he was have feeling it. like like I'm gonna be you know popular. But I, but that took me back because I remember like not to be long winded and shit, but like I remember when I was like like eighth grade, I was like I gotta be like the man and shit. I gotta start look you know trying to look good and shit like that. And I got like a pair of Grant Hills, and I was like. I, like I'm gonna be that, you know. This is gonna be the shit. And I wore them, and like, like a bunch of people I didn't fuck with was like, "Yo, like, dope." And my friends was just like, "Oh, what's up, man?" Like, that didn't happen. You the same to me. person. You the same person you yeah. were yesterday. Like right. middle right, school. Middle school, like. I was not fly at all. My parents did not Me give a either. shit. Like my mom was like, well, I found these these jeans in Kmart for two dollars. Like, I'm gonna buy you three pairs of them. I'm like, no. but everyone's gonna say have the same pants on every day. Why would you do this to me? And, like my mom was like, Is your clothes clean? Shut up. And then she yeah. like ironed patches and shit, and, like puffy paint. And I was like, Oh, now I got homemade jeans. What are you doing? Uh. <laughs> but like when the first time like I went to stay with my aunt and we got some fly shit off of Fordham Road. Hey, and I was on 125th <laughs> Black Bart Simpson shirt so. <laughs> Yes I had yeah, a Black Bart yeah, shirt yeah, yeah. And um, 
I got some fly shit. I got a back the fuck up t-shirt that had like uh, Bugs Bunny joint? on it. Oh. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. And like I wore that shit to school and like the white people didn't understand what it was. It was cool. But mm-hmm. like I remember getting some shit and then like it still wasn't good enough. Like the kids still picked on me because they was like, oh, you think you cute because you got some shit now. And like, fuck you, you still whack. Yeah. And like my feeling was so hurt. I, I think like the biggest message though is when we see all these campaigns about bullying, it's always some little scrawny white boy that you see yeah. who is the face of bullying. And I don't think that black kids are given like the fullness of their humanity and their experiences like I can see that mm-hmm. like we see in the mainstream so I think that's a, it's very purposeful because it was like nostalgic you're like oh shit I remember this I remember going through this and you could laugh at it but then you're like yo like I got through this but like some other kid may not have been strong yeah. enough to I get through it my, and I it really was daughter, bullying man. you know what yeah. though and I always say that and I don't know about other schools where, but did y'all joke in high school like a motherfucker you yeah. The the people who didn't have all the good stuff or the fat kids was the ones who could joke the hardest. No, they but the, like no, I'm talking about middle school. Middle school too. No, yeah. that I'm oh, a girl. First man. of all, I'm a girl, and no, like I just would be oh, like, man. if if like, what am I gonna say to this big boy who will probably punch me in my face? Like, if I really embarrass him, like oh, no, man. like oh, that man. that's not how that to went me, for me. They they were like, but the when I got to high ones. school, like I had gone through puberty and I was uh, cute nah, again. It didn't matter. But <laughs> middle school was it, yo, like yo, and I always say that the people, the, the fat boys, or the people who didn't, yo, they joked the hardest. But and they could yeah. fight. I was a little girl, and the boys who yeah, were picking on me were bigger than me, and yes, they would punch me so, in the face. Like what? Damn, dudes was picking on girls. Yeah, like yeah, they would make fun of me, but and it was like I never, I never knew which way that was gonna go. Like and and boys would punch you in the face. So I think that's really interesting. That your perspective is like, why you ain't just joke back because. Where I come from, if you embarrass a nigga bad enough, you're he's gonna punch you in the face. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what y'all had. Y'all had some real bullies, bro. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. We really experienced it. And I think it's funny that that worked for you. So you're thinking it should work for everybody, and everybody doesn't have that. Like everybody's experience is not the same. But so that, when they're like, kinda, kids are soft. Yeah. But no. that kind of touches on what what he's saying kind of touches on the episode. Cause you notice, like I was I was a fat, greasy. Nigga. Yeah, yeah. And he was like and he, nobody, nobody fucked with him, man. and he said, yeah. and he because said, just be confident. Yeah, but, but that's but that's that's true though. A lot of he was a lot of niggas, them, like I mean, yeah, that's, that's there's that too. But they were confident. A lot of he, a lot of them were confident. They but he never like tried to fight anybody. He never. He was just like they episode, probably yeah. were still scared of him because he was a big dude though. But the the kid that was being joked, he always had. It seems like he always had fly shit all his life, so nobody ever checked him on having some fake shit. Yeah. So when he does get, he checked, couldn't he, like, handle it. Reacts to it, yeah. He couldn't handle the pressure of like having to be under the same scrutiny as somebody who was under it every day. Because it was obvious that Earn was going to be okay. He was just like, fuck, I'm going to get roasted. Whereas this kid like really couldn't handle yeah, it. Yeah, he really yeah. couldn't handle it. Yeah. Did y'all uh, check like the girl or whatever who like didn't want to participate? She, it day? was like, uh, that was, was like on... like some Adderall. Some yeah, shit. she had Adderall. Yeah. yeah. I heard people talking about she she had a black eye and she got punched or something. I didn't, I didn't see that. I thought she was... Uh-huh. She no, she, she was overstimulated. Yeah. yeah, she had the pills when she came in. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely went to school with kids like that. There was, but you here know, one day and 
the well, me later. too. But I think, like, again, Damn, I think I, I think it's a, it was very obvious. But yeah, I, yeah, because she came in at the last right after they said he killed himself. She was like peppy. Yeah, no, like, she was boom, in boom. it. Yeah, yeah, where the day before she was like right. head on this. But I, what I'm saying is, coming up in school, I never noticed that like kids that were. I, 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 I did you go to a predominantly about, black school though? Yeah, we ain't the kids ain't one so, well, on like, Adderall. Well, <laughs> until I got into Texas. When I got into Texas, I was like one of a handful of black black kids. So. I went to predominantly black schools where there was white kids there and there were kids who had ADHD and there were some kids who like had medicine for whatever. And they were mostly white kids that I saw that were medicated. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear, like me looking back on black children in that same situation that were displaying the same behaviors. But like as black people, we don't want our kids labeled that way, mm-hmm. especially if it's a boy, like, yeah. You're not going to label my black son as a problem. Like, and I personally having a kid who has ADHD, like I really didn't want to medicate her. And I tried all the other solutions before I medicated her. And I finally was like, I'm not doing her any favors. And what I realized is that like white people, when their kids have those problems, they medicate them and then they go on to be successful. We are like really hesitant to do that. And don't get me wrong, like white people are not the standard for everything. But I'm just saying, like, it's a difference. And like the outcomes of our kids. We don't believe believe in medicine, but like this is the thing. I was like, yo, my kid is in the first grade and she can't add and subtract like the rest of the kids. Like, let me try it. I put her on it. But if I had not, she would have never gotten the foundational building blocks for her to be able to be successful in school, period. And we are very reluctant to give our kids the same tools that white kids have to be able to overcome some of their challenges. And they go on and they're fine. And then our kids don't ever get it figured out. They're well, just like, bad. Is some of it accessibility, yeah. though, like like healthcare. Like is some of, is some of it that because honestly I didn't. Even, I mean, I my daughter's even... pediatrician prescribes it. It's not. I didn't have to take her to a psychologist or anything like that. Like they did an eval and determined that's what was going on, and mm-hmm. we tried it. No one makes me continue to have her on it. It's really up to me. Right. Like what I decide to do. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like, is that why? Like, no, is it, you, is it your less... kid. No, your kid can has a pediatrician, and maybe people don't understand that that's how that works. Maybe it's that like having an understanding of I don't need to go to all these specialists to do these things. Like, I'm like, hey, my kid's doing this. Like, and it's like, okay, it sounds like this. Let's do an eval. And I don't even if you're poor or low income or you have like government assisted healthcare or whatever. You have a pediatrician. That's really all you need to be able to do that. And I, maybe people don't understand the process, to your point. Because mm-hmm. if you don't understand the process, the resource can be there to you. Right. And you, But if and you don't know yeah. that, that you don't know about it, it doesn't matter. I didn't know about Adderall and none of that shit until I was in high school. Well, I, I was still confused about it. I knew... Well, we knew in elementary school because we used to joke Deep this riddling. one kid. Yeah, cause we used to joke this one kid be like, "Ha, you got to take a chill pill." Like in <laughs> right. elementary oh, school, I said chill pill. Yeah, but that, like, that's, that's exactly what that that's is. What, though. what it was? Oh, I yeah. had no idea what it. Yeah, was. I yeah. didn't know what, what really none of that shit was until I was in high. Like I didn't even hear the term until I was in, that I can remember until I was like in high school. I've heard yeah. people take a chill yeah. pill, but it never dawned on me that a chill pill was a real pill yeah, you could take pill. to make yeah, your yeah, ass yeah, chill yeah. out. It was just a saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's you were the same way, Mark. Yeah, I thought it was just because it rhymed a chill pill. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I never heard of none of that. That's wild. Yeah, um, but but I mean, you're speaking to a point. I mean, medication in the black community. But you saw Um, what it did for that one student. Like, oh, she was on it. Yeah, yeah, she was on it. But before, it's just like, well, what the fuck's wrong with her? Yeah, but then, but but you noticed too, like, what was it saying something to her? ability to have empathy because everybody was kind of down in class except for her after in that moment you know well plus she came in late so she didn't hear the news but Mm -hmm. 
I wonder, was that like, did that speak to it too? Like when you're on that kind of stuff, you really don't have any emotions or? Yeah, you do. Were they down? Oh, okay. Because one of the kids kind of, that, that I thought that spoke to it too, is like they're, you're so young and almost innocent in a way that like him committing suicide, some of them didn't really even get it. Like, and they probably didn't understand uh, that they yeah, contributed to it. it. Yeah. Right. Because there was a kid, if you listen back, there was a kid who like, one of the kids who was picking on him like laughed. Oh, wow. When he said it, he kind of like giggles. Oh, I didn't even peep that. Yeah. And then they didn't even present it to them in a way that would make them at that age tie those things together. Right. Um, And then that's very much like the culture of like being black in middle school. You just roast the shit out of each other. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so like, and, and to your point, Marcus, like that rolls off of a lot of kids, but it didn't roll off of him. And you don't ever know what a person has going on outside of like no, that's true. your vantage that. point. And so like, I, but I, I still don't think, like you said, that the kids were connecting like... That that was like the thing that pushed him over yeah. the edge. Mm. Yeah. Well, can we talk about episodes we didn't like? Because I didn't really like that like Oktoberfest episode that much. The Fastnacht. Yeah, I didn't really <laughs> like it. that one. I didn't really even connect to that one that at well. all. Like, I think that that's probably something that biracial people might get more, and uh-huh. none of us are. Right. And so, um, so taking away like that, like what did you think about how Ern handled himself in that situation? Because that was obviously something that was culturally really That's important to her. The relationship, like his, I, his, him reacting to shit like that. Just, yeah, just it was even, important to her. It's part of her culture. This is yeah. who you're with. Like this is what we're doing tonight. Like calm your ass down. He, he should have thugged it out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. See, I don't even look at it as just like the cultural thing. It was, I, it was a relationship thing. Like, yeah. yo, your girl wanted to do something. Go do it. You know what I'm saying? She said, I didn't want to go to the strip club last week, but I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that episode was still weak to me. But yeah. yeah. I think that's another thing, too. Like, Ern is, Ern is a very flawed person. Like, and that was, you see, in, at time, at least in his relationship, he's selfish and it's kind of, it's kind of been on his terms. And you he, know, they didn't live together. Yeah. He pops up when he, when yeah, he, he feels kinda, like yeah, it. When he feels like it. It's, it's always been on his terms. And she kind of, that was kind of her moment to address it. I thought, even though I didn't really care for that episode a lot, it wasn't like it didn't really have a funny part. Mm-hmm. It was still important. When he threw the ball in the thing, they were like, "How did you do that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> it was that weird. was that. Weird. And when the white girl was like, "Oh my god, that is," at least she thought he was in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was, <laughs> then oh, she was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had, they had its moments, but overall, whatever that like game they was playing and. Little joint popped out the trash can. I was like, you know what? I think I turned to that moment. I was like, I, I, I'm done. Yeah, I didn't really get it too much. But I think like that speaks to culturally like things that we don't understand outside of blackness either, and how we don't value them. But I don't, I don't necessarily. I'm not saying we need to. But in terms of like the context of their relationship, it was important to her, so he shouldn't have dismissed it. So, so understanding now that he has. Uh, or has had biracial relationships or whatever the case Interracial, inter, yeah. Inter, inter, yeah, my bad. I meant to say he has biracial kids. Yeah. Inter, inter, yeah, same thing. Uh, you get it. Anyway, <laughs> do we feel like like him and Van's relationship, especially with that particular episode, is that is that speaking to... You think that's like more of a personal thing, something that I didn't possibly even, I really did happened? not even think about that, but that yeah. would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it has to. It just kind of came out of left. I field. didn't realize the nigga had kids until the internet made it a big deal. Yeah, me neither. I, you know, and then, you know, I, anyway. Well, I knew because Awaken My Love was kind of like dedicated to his kids. 
I think. You pay way it? more attention to this nigga yeah. than me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the hard copy, bro, so I didn't get to read no liner notes, nothing like that. Yeah. I ain't pull out yeah. the lyrics or nothing. Yeah. Um yeah, but I guess it's because of the internet we know he has kids. Yeah. Um so what else well, what else about Atlanta? Did I, you... I didn't really care for the episode, the Into the Woods episode. Like, I literally tried to watch it earlier today because I was like, I fell asleep on that and I didn't care to go back and watch it. So I tried to rewatch it today just so that if it came up, I could participate in the conversation. Oh, I, I love fell that asleep again. Damn. Yeah, I like that episode. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. It was, was the most Twin Peaks Yeah. Next to uh, Perkins. Yeah. Next to next to uh, the Teddy Perkins one. I mean, yeah. I think his, his arc, this entire, like, Ser- or this entire season is about trying to be real or fake, and Woods kind of like addresses that, like specifically, like he's too, he's too real to like call a Uber or something like that. After he gets into it with his girl, he's too real yeah. to like do the Instagram stuff to promote himself. It is like what that costs him, and at the end he feels like he kind of like recedes a little bit and like concedes to like let a kid take a picture with him, even though it might be fake. Just because he feel he knows like he can't just be real all the time, right? Not I mean okay, the episode was very unreal to me, but I get it. What I, was I, the unreal part? Well, I mean just that whole woods with the guy <laughs> yeah. following. It was like, but but I get it. What get, was unreal about it? I don't think it was. I don't think the dude was. I, the real. guy wasn't real there. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think the guy was really there. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. But the overall message of the episode, <laughs> I got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He spent all this time. Being real. Yeah. I'm too real for this. I'm too real for that. I'm too real for that. And then he has this awakening where, you know what? I ain't got to be that real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that happened at the end. I got it. I understood it. Yeah, but yeah. I you think know? that's a testament to how fucking lazy he is and like how stubborn he is and how much of in his own way he is. Well, but he, I, he then like puts that on earn. Like, I'm not as successful well, I as I want to be. You know, he's a, you know, he a hood dude. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he still trying to keep his hood hood values. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I guess. But yeah. but hood niggas be on the ground. But I think everybody everybody <laughs> most rappers I think do that. Try to stick to these hood values until they be like, this ain't making no money. Honestly, I think the way if this episodes keep going or the uh series keeps going, I think he'll make a turn. I don't know. I don't to your point, like I know rappers. I don't know no rappers like that. I don't know nobody that I, I know rappers that were like, I'm I wanna still have my credibility and they've kept it, but they were not like, I can't do certain shit to not make money. Every rapper I know has been really focused on making money. Well they they have to see the money first. Until they see the money, they try to stick to what they know. That's to be fair, like, yeah. yeah, I mean to be fair, I knew when they had money. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you know, you see, you see people that maybe like in a certain area, they hit, you know, they're kind of like a celebrity in a certain area, in their own area, but you know, they haven't hit above a certain peak. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's probably because they still doing street activities. Yeah, and, they, they, and he was still you, doing you, that you, at least the first season. He was, yeah, but you still they get weed. it. They, yeah, uh, most rappers eventually get it, and I, I think that's where I think that's where this is going. For him to eventually get it. So you well, think I, by season three he's gonna be something? I don't. I, I, I well, I think it, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I, I don't. What were you about to say, Martin? Oh, I don't, because he said it. I think he said somebody asked him like how this will progress if it's gonna be like entourage or something. He said 
it's way more interesting to see somebody fail than to see them succeed. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he'll like be like a huge rapper. And that that's like what that. I'm saying. Yeah. Like it is much more interesting to see him fail or to see him skate by or to see like how he he continues to keep himself relevant even though it's completely unlikely. It is way more interesting. And that I just don't think that the show would be as entertaining if it became like a glossy version of what their life is. I think that the thing that makes them entertaining is like how relatable they are to regular ass people. So if he really, really got on and really, really popped, then we wouldn't care about him anymore. That's kind of true. That's kind of very true. Um, What did you you guys want more out of this season? Because me personally, I kind of wanted more like Derek. Darius probably had one episode this season, which was Teddy Perkins. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted more of an arc for uh, Van, too, because I feel like she didn't really get an arc this season. Well, she probably shooting Deadpool, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Schedule conflict. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I feel what you're saying. Um, hmm, I don't know. It was it was pretty even kill for me. I like that, I like that Donald Glover could kind of um, take a step back. Like, he doesn't have to be in every... Episode. episode or every scene to carry the show, and I think they but definitely. But that's what the focused. Drake episode did for you, huh? That's what the Drake episode did for you. He wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't there, and like he wasn't in the Bibby episode like at all. He was, you know, he he took a step back, and I think it was they had a this season. I I, I think it had a lot to do with Paperboy's sort of his, his story and sort of his. Uh, uh, yeah, he probably had the most his, episodes. Huh, yeah, Paperboy? there was a, there was a lot of focus on him. Still about, I mean, Ern's still the main character, but he didn't have to be there to remind you of it in every episode. So. Right, right, right. So I can like we that. talk about the season finale? Because there was so much. Okay, let's go. Yeah. What about a Jewish lawyer thing? Like That shit was real. Yeah, yeah it was that definitely was real. real. It was definitely real. I, I hate to say it, it was, it's, it's real. I, the funny part is, that I was laughing because I was literally in a meeting earlier and somebody said the exact same thing. Yo, you need a Jewish lawyer, bro. But that's what the, that black entertainers, that's what we've always... And he was a black dude. That's what we've always he heard. Every rapper... Every other rapper I grew up listening to would drop a, they had a Jewish lawyer yeah, somewhere. Yeah, got a Jewish lawyer, that's my lead defender. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting when he went to see the black guy, right? The black guy was not even an entertainment lawyer. So yeah. that was just something that he kind of did. If you paid attention, he's a personal injury lawyer. The billboard was outside yeah, the window. Yeah. So like, why would you pay? And then, then too, when he was like, I want 5% of every deal that I look over, mm. he's talking about that standard. No, the fuck it's not. Mm. You have somebody on retainer and then they charge you hourly for shit like that. Now right. they can they can tell you it took however many hours they want, or they can charge you whatever rate per hour they want to, which right. is obviously high. The more um, the more clients that they have, but like they don't get five percent of your fucking deal. Like yeah. that's retarded. Yeah. So do you think that was a product of the lawyer not knowing, not being part of his practice, or was I know that- I I don't know that the lawyer didn't know, but I think that the clients that the the lawyer is used to working with didn't know any better. Didn't know any better, right. So like if you've never really had real money and you're not really anyone important, you're like an Instagram chick that's on love and hip hop. Mm-hmm. You don't know that you don't pay the lawyer a percentage necessarily because you haven't worked enough to know that you don't do that. Right. And you probably right. are not having the conversations with people to tell you not to do that. Right. I think, yeah. I, and I think like that's a, uh, a way that people can get over on you because nobody wants to say that they don't know. Everyone's act like they know every damn thing. Right. Yeah. I've been around gone. this before. I'm not going to act like I don't know. Mm. Oh, he should have gone to the real HU. 
Uh, he definitely said he went to Howard in that joint. He went to yeah. Howard. Um, <laughs> but, and I thought that was funny too. Like, he made it a point to say, I'm a Hoyas fan. Like, nigga, Howard and Georgetown don't play each other. Fuck are you talking about? Right. Like, right. you don't have yeah. to make that. Sh- that's not a real choice that you have to make. Shut right. up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, so, what are these deep elements that you want to get into about the season finale? Well, I thought, like, what we, what we, Full disclosure, we watched it right before we started um, recording. I thought that the conversation that Darius had with him um, when they, well, let me back up. I like the way that the, the, the white guy answered the question when he was like, do you think that there's a black lawyer as good as, as your cousin? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, sure, but black people don't have the same connections. Right. And like, I was like, yo, that's real as fuck. And you can't argue with that. Right. Yeah. Did you did you see how everybody, all like all the, the Jewish people, people yeah. stopped yeah. to see yeah. how he was going to answer that question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is that like a real thing? I don't, I'm not Jewish. Yeah, me neither. I, <laughs> I was, I guess I was trying to figure out what they, what they meant, what, what they trying to say by that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they don't. Maybe they wanted to see, like, if he was gonna, like, I don't know. I'd have to be Jewish to answer that question. Yeah, maybe. If you any Jewish listeners, man, give us some insight into, into <laughs> that particular scene. Overall, how'd y'all feel about Clark County? Like, some people are saying he might be Chance or something like that. Really? Clark, but I, about you? I don't think it's Chance, but yeah, he's. Yeah, well, he said it was like a, that situation as far like in the studio when they were about to beat up the engineer. He put me more he in the mind that was of like a real rapper. That really? put me more in the mind of like Big Sean. I can see that. Um, I don't Chance. Think, well, he said he's an industry plant, but yeah. Well, Darius said he's an industry plant. But Chance, Chance, see, Donald Chance. Glover, Chance was in clapping for the wrong reasons. Like, yeah, Donald. Yeah, Glover, I don't, Chance I don't think kinda... it's Chance, but some people are saying it might be. But Chance, Chance but Chance, yeah. like everything about Clark was fake. Because like Clark was see, like, I'm rapping about all this, th- all these things that I don't do. So if he did it, it was like amazingly clever. So maybe like Chance isn't really into God. Like I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> but but um. I, I don't know. It, 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 I, I'm not saying that I feel this way about Big Sean, but it made me think about Big Sean. Right. Just in, in terms of the people that he has chosen to associate himself with outside of like Kanye and Pusha mm-hmm. and like things that people have told me about him in terms of like shying away from conflict, it really put me in the mind of him. Mm. And I could see Big Sean having like some Detroit goons just like with him in the studio. That like, really stuff. pissed me off. Oh, yeah. Like that that scene, like where they were, because they were picking on him because he was white and like they knew he couldn't do shit, like to stand up for himself. But like, he was messing up. Yeah, he kept fucking up. I know, I I know niggas who are engineers and who have been in that situation, and like they do that. They'll like talk shit to the engineer and like a friend of mine who remained nameless. If you bought, if you met him, you'd be like, oh, he's like alternative black kid like he don't really have no hood about him he and like the way he talks and all this stuff he really doesn't i mean he's done some engineering for like some some names that you know and but at the same time like you talk to him he's gonna fuck you up like you understand what i'm saying and like he said that like this person said this to me i'm like yo this doesn't move unless i do what i do so like unless you want to fight right now like shut the fuck up let me do my job Mm. but like the white kid's not gonna do that (laughs) so i don't know it just picked it just pissed me off like he was fucking up but he wasn't fucking up to the point where they needed to react that way right 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 i think it was a point of them like trying to show off to show off for darius and al Interesting. 
I got that vibe. Yeah. Like, like, cause he knows, like, I'm not, I'm not a real nigga, but like, I have to be a real nigga for y'all. And I think too, in that last episode, like, that was kind of at play in that final scene too, where he like was like, well, the white boy gotta take this shit on the chin. But he knew, he knew that they set him up, but he yeah. still felt like he had to be a real nigga for them. Oh, interesting. See, I didn't take that out of it either. I definitely but, didn't see that. But yeah, even with <laughs> the studio up, thing, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look at the studio thing and feel like there was a lesson there. That was purely entertainment to me. No, it was. The, I don't think it was a lesson necessarily, right. but I, I thought like it's realistic. Like niggas like that, like right. behave that way because they have something to prove. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay. Other, other memorable moments this season. I, that that initial. Uh, you were talking about it, Martin. The initial uh, robbery scene with that the was drive like so funny. And the, the, the yeah. gay dude pulled out the AK forty seven and started spraying the whole shit up. Yeah, you said that. You said you felt like that was speaking to toxic masculinity. Um, I I said it was kind of like I it was kind of like Moonlight, but in like uh like a one a minute version of Moonlight because the whole point of Moonlight is that like I guess. Masculine, masculinity isn't necessarily determined by sexuality. Like, I guess Trevante Rose's character, he's as hood, like, as a man as much as anybody else, but he's a gay dude at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that reversal of, like, you think this, like, gay cashier is, like, just some, like, somebody who's just going to fall over, let somebody rob him, he comes out with the AK and starts shooting. Like, you don't expect that at all. That's true. Right. You should have known that's from Omar. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Omar, not even Omar. Omar, Omar wasn't like he flamboyant, or he wasn't no. like feminine. He was. He Did was you? Cool, like, yeah. But people, people perceive femininity as weakness. Yeah. Um. Even though vaginas are way stronger than penises, but they are. It's fact. Um. So. But did you guys see that viral video that was out maybe like two weeks ago of like the very effeminate gay black dude, like fat gay black dude, like. I guess the white boy called him a faggot. He ball. He literally balled the white dude up and had his legs up in the air. He was like, "Who's a faggot now?" Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. No. So this is my thing, and this has been my experience. Gay dudes, for the most part, can fight. Yeah, I've never say, met a gay dude who gay could dude not that, fight. That didn't have hands. To be honest. Yeah. Never in my life. Yeah. So like. Again, like I think that's picking on who you perceive to be weak. And a lot of times, like gay dudes I've seen, I've seen them like exercise restraint. But like once you cross the line, like they're fucking you up. So that perception of like he's not going to do anything because I perceive him to be effeminate and weak. Like, it's how are you? How are you in Atlanta still thinking that? That's crazy. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? They're there. The people there think like that. I would. I was going to a house party during Pride in like 2006 in Atlanta. And I don't like house parties, especially if it's like people that I don't know because I don't ever know what's going to pop off. Them shits get robbed. Like, I'm like, I don't want to do this. And so we were going and my friend who's gay was like, ain't nobody got no gun girl punks fight. And then I thought about it and I was like, y'all be fucking each other up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm probably fine. They, but yeah, they, they all- each other punks? That's like that's an accessible language that's thing. Cold, like they cold. can talk to each other that way, but you don't say it. Mm. Dang. So when we say punks, is that the reference to that? Like punk? Yeah. Like, I, I a lot of time like punk means you're gay, like you're a sissy. So like Punky Brewster. No, that was more <laughs> like punk rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I I like your take on that. How that was like like moonlight in a minute. You know, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I just like 
the little stuff that um, Donald Glover and Atlanta does that like they'll they'll reference something that's like so quick you won't even catch it like the or they have like a reversal like when the car gets shot up you think it's kind of like just a regular like crime action movie type scene at that point and then the girl comes out and your entire view of that scene like changes because somebody was actually hurt because because of this thing you were kind of enjoying as just regular like crime and violence and entertainment right. like there's actually like a cost to this sort of thing or even the thing where it was like a, a north of the border episode where like they're walking on campus and a girl is like crying in the back of like campus patrol or something like that right. like that's totally alluding to like maybe rape or like sexual assault mm-hmm. and stuff like that right. and we talked about how like the girl had the uh, Adderall and the uh, the FUBU episode it's like little stuff like that they'll put in there that you won't catch it like it's really hard to catch it the first time you see it or like if you do catch it it's very rewarding it's almost like an easter egg but it's an easter egg that like yeah. really makes you think it really makes you like sit back if that's second. what you're showing up for but if you're like Marcus yeah. like you don't give a fucking about none of that <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah damn yeah. nope. alright well don't. Um, do we want to call this the wrap on, on Atlanta is there anything else any, any memorable okay, moments okay so if moment? everybody wants to go around and say which season you think is better or which ooh I think season two is better. Yeah. I think se- I, I feel like season two is hit the stride of what Atlanta probably like. Season one was the tester, you know what I'm saying? You, they threw out the tester package, and then season two is like, all right, they can handle the dope. Let's give them the dope. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's how I took season two. It was a lot more layered, had a lot more messaging. The jokes escalated to me. Um, and and my my enjoyability level. I mean, you don't we don't get a Teddy Perkins episode in season one. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like season two was way more potent. I think it might have got canceled if they had a Teddy Perkins in season one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but okay, so look. Oh, I say season one was better. But what I will do, I'll I'll give Donald Glover and his brother. You got to shout his brother. And out his brother. Too. I'll I'll, I'll give them. I'll give them. That Shakespeare shit right now, because of what what they're doing is it to me is just like a Shakespeare play. Uh, I took a class and it was like everything in a Shakespeare play was open for interpretation. Mm. And to the to I mean and I mean I got to end a class because of you know I can it's easily to say t- for me to say what you picked out of it and then support and support that. Mm-hmm. That's what I see what's going on in season two. Season two, they just dropping stuff, and honestly, I think a lot of the stuff ain't even what they mean. But people was picking it out, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I believe this because of it. Like Martin just mm-hmm. ran down the first scene uh, as a uh, summarizing uh, Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Martin first told me that, I went and read up on the first scene. They said nothing of the sort. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to make it known that. Anything can happen in Atlanta. That was yeah. their whole purpose of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that they have this show with, you know, all these layers of things and people can see it and pick all this stuff out, um, it reminds me of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that, I mean, that's what it reminds for me. Uh, I think that's you know good. what I'm saying? That's, now, good. that's good that you get that from that. Then I still don't like it. Right. <laughs> but, but, did, you, did you you really like didn't like it like or just I think he's like, like holding on to see what he can like get oh. from it because I didn't like it like like didn't like it y'all I didn't like the last I, was, I mean I was like, turning from it like really like mm. oh man that's crazy there's nothing intriguing about it to you that's interesting it, man. I mean and I, and I kept watching the season 
on the strength of the first season. I, I think it's mm-hmm. for we for you. It's gonna be have to be like Master None season one. Where I just be like, yo, watch this episode, watch this episode, skip this one, skip this one. You're not gonna like that. Watch this yeah. one. I'm talking about yeah. like, yo. I don't know because he ain't like the Teddy Perkins joint. Nah. And to me, that would that's a dick. But, but the like, thing is I this though, show anybody. That. I'm not the only person that don't like it. Yeah, that's just crazy. It ain't just me. Right. I'm sitting in the house with my wife. We watch it and we just look at each other like I know some really hood niggas nah, that love she's it. She's from Virginia <laughs> Beach. Like we look at it. What's she from the beach? But it's people on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but look on Facebook. It's a lot of people that's like, yeah, I'm out on Atlanta. So I mean, there's people that like it. But no, your a, friends, my friends love yeah, it. Yeah, not, I know. No, it's not. I know it's, it's, it's people number one trending topic. Like every after every episode, it's people yeah, that yeah, I don't even um, know like that. I'm just reading their comments. No, I'm just saying that's your timeline. My timeline doesn't look like that. Well, look. Well, just know there's other people that don't. You. Just know there's other people that don't. Yeah, of like course, it. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, there's a lot of, of people so. that don't like it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was. I'm out on it though. So interesting. Hmm. What do you think as far as like this season or last season? I don't have a favorite. I got two different things from the seasons, um, and like comparable to like what you were saying with Master of None. Like Master of None for me, one season was one thing, and I enjoyed it enough to continue to watch it, and then it became something else, and I enjoyed that too. So yeah. that's kind of how I feel about it here. Um, I love Master and I. I love Master. We got, we got to do, can I do season three if y'all do that? If then, they make I don't think they're going to make one. I don't think it's going to be a season yeah. three, though. He's, he didn't do it. He, he out, man. <laughs> He's he met, like, he looks he genuinely disappointed like Santa's not coming. I am. Give him about six months. He'll be back in rotation. Um, but to, to be fair, I don't think that there was um, a shortage of social messages in, in the first season. Mm. Um, mm. And I'd compare like similarly the Bibby episode to like when the promoter kept disappearing on him. It was yeah. kind of like the that's same my, thing. That's my favorite. Yeah. Same swag. I get, um, you. I get you. And even with like the episode where he was in jail, there were a lot of social messages there. Obviously, the BET episode was hilarious, but he was like beating you over the head, yeah. like satirically with social messages. Yeah. So I just think that he stopped making them overtly funny and made you think. And I have an appreciation for if you can make me laugh or if you can make me think, like I'm going to show up anyway. Mm-hmm. Even though even though T- tangent, blackish better fucking get it together. Oh yeah, blackish falling off. Bad. No, it's not falling off. They have this story arc where Bo and uh, Dre are breaking up, and yeah, I don't fucking course. like it. Yeah, yeah so, that's tearing me up. Man. I know that it's gonna be over, but I'm like, fix that shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, what well, we still, we got grownish. No, Yo, they're gonna get back together, you know, but like it's depressing. Me. You know what I realized about grownish? Huh. Like after watching uh, Dear White People, is like grownish is trash. Like compared to dear white people, Ooh, damn hot take. Okay, like like especially the way they ended it. Like I don't mean to go into this, but the way the way they ended it in like a kind of like a love triangle thing. It became, yeah, it became like I was a, just like, like a pole thing or something. This like. is so. This is like for kids. <laughs> like I was like embarrassed to watch it. Damn. But for me, uh, Atlanta season one or two, I really like. I probably give the edge to season one a little bit because there's just there's just stuff in there that it kind of stay with me for like months. Like Darius and the um. In the shooting range when he put the dog up and people yeah. people cared more about the dog than shooting like terrorists. Again, so like, that was yeah. that was the message. That was, like that was insane. Like there's certain stuff in season one, and of course, yeah, you would talk about how it's like overtly funny in season one with the club episode or the messages and like the jail episode. It's like that that was really strong, and I had never seen nothing on TV like that before. Right. So that that hit me more than maybe some of the stuff from this season, but I still love this season too. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think that yeah. jail that jail scene is when I knew the show was different. Yeah, I was like, oh, this show's different. Yeah, from season one. Go ahead, those uh, season one and season two. 
I'm 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 like Lizzie. I, I I really enjoy both seasons. Um, I would probably get an edge to season two right now. Mm-hmm. Now I'll probably look back and then change my mind. But uh, oh, going back to what you said too, when you said something you wanted more, I really loved in the first episode when they hinted at Florida Man, and I really wanted that to come back up at some point. <laughs> Florida, so that didn't come back. I was kind of yo. You know what's thinking funny? back now? I wish that it came up. I read a headline the other day that said Florida Man something something something. I didn't even read past it for yeah, real because I was like, oh, back Florida yeah. Man, some real shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. But I like I like I mean and, and again you know you don't feel this Marcus doesn't feel this way but I I love that you know people can have their uh, own take from you know you see it and everyone has a different take uh, that's been my favorite thing about it I I watch an episode and I rush to Twitter and I'll it's like a real conversation I start seeing things I didn't I didn't even peep or I see it like. I don't know how they interpret certain scenes or whatever. So I I love that part about it. I like that. Um, I assume Robin season, just like anywhere else, is kind of like uh, when the summer, you know, when the summer starts and killing season starts. That's that's what I would assume. But I, it was different. Theirs, I guess, is it's like saying Christmas Atlanta, time. It's around Christmas yeah. time. So I thought that was interesting. And in each episode, um, some of, some of the some of the things I've heard where they you know they're trying to figure out I don't I don't know if it's necessarily someone got robbed in every episode some of these are yeah robbed of something robbed of something yeah but like some of some of the ones takes I heard have been a reach but I still like that they had a theme and they it wasn't as as blatant as it wasn't the obvious first, yeah, yeah it wasn't as obvious as the first couple ones where paperboy gets in the car he gets robbed like right. you know it wasn't as obvious hilariously as, that was oh, yeah man that was one of my favorite got nicely scenes. robbed and that, yeah generously yeah. But. I mean, I would take you home, but you might come back. I was shooting at <laughs> We cool, my nigga. We good. <laughs> Sorry about this shit, man. I'm gonna pay you back. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I would give. I would get the edge of season season two because there's so much. There's so much going on. It's such a you know big conversation from it. So, well, I guess in summation, man. Um, yeah, uh, Donald Glover has the whole internet. You know, has the whole community clapping for the wrong reasons because of the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> it took me a long time. Like the whole time Sean was talking, I was thinking of this. Okay, so try, that, try again. Yeah. I'm just talking shit because I wasn't clever enough. Y'all checking yeah. out Solo? I know Absolutely. You I know you are. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm checking yeah. out Solo. Shout out like, to everybody that was at the lightsaber battle for Revenge of the Fifth. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was really fucking dope. All six people. It wasn't six people. You didn't watch my Instagram story. That was like my picture of what I think America should be. Like people. Just coming together to have fun with each other and putting everything aside, like it was really cool. What, what was this? to play with lightsaber toys? And I feel like oh, the man. fact that you're shitting on it is why this I'm is not. America, yeah, there you go. Was it at so, Mount Trashmore? No, it wasn't at Mount Trashmore. It was at the soccer field at Norfolk Collegiate. But um, is that the first? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The past eight years, there's um, they've had this is the eighth annual um, lightsaber battle. It's usually on May the fourth, but wine, and it's usually at Town Point Park. Yeah. But Wine Fest was set up, and they couldn't yeah. do it. They've been so doing that for eight years. What doing what? <laughs> Wine fest? No, lightsaber battle. This shit was fun. They have one side of the bleachers is the Jedi, and the other side is the Sith, and they're on two different sides of the field, and they take off running towards each other, and everybody battles, like plays lightsabers. So So, basically, it's a bunch of people who decided to get together for Star Wars and sword fight. And this shit was fun. My daughter had a ball. It's like a Civil War reenactment type of thing. It's more like, you ever seen grown-ups when they're playing Lair? Like... (laughs) So if you yeah. chop off your arm, you got to put your arm behind oh, you. Yeah. They oh, chop off your leg, you got to hop up and down until you pass out. But they play several times. So like, oh, it's like war ball. <laughs> so, so does anybody have to sign a liability waiver? Yeah, you have to sign a waiver when you first oh, okay. get there. Yeah, I'm out. So, 
out on that too. <laughs> Nobody got hurt. It was it was really fun. It does sound kind of fun though. It and then like, and like you have no imagination, but like I don't know what you're gonna do with your bundle of joy when you have it. But like, yo, bruh, that like kids give you an excuse to have fun, and it was free. And my daughter had a ball. I, I, like, I get it. I get it. That's funny. So Sean just pulled a picture of <laughs> Corey and his roommate. Corey, Corey and his roommate. So is it on? Is, was that on Instagram. Corey's Instagram? Yeah. So we got to say that might be the first time Corey's ever posted his roommate on, on Instagram. On I've Instagram. seen. I've seen so, definitely on Facebook, but not on Instagram. Guys, go to at Corey Ray Smith <laughs> and look look at uh, Corey with his roommate. Whenever he refers to roommate, that's who he's referring to. Shout out to you, roommate. We love you. <laughs> we do. Um. So yeah, cool man. Well, um. Yeah, thank you guys for sticking with us this episode. Uh, Sean Marcus, man, y'all want to shout out your socials where people can find y'all at? Action Johnson. But you might want to spell that. MarJ20, M-A-R-C-J-20, but this ain't weddings. There's a lot of people getting married out there. (laughs) V-I-Z-I-N-K weddings. Holla at us. Yep. And you said Action Johnson? Action, S-H-A-U-N-S-O-N. Okay. All one word. All one word. (laughs) Holla. And um, y'all already know, man, um, we ain't even got to shout out our socials no more. Just go to at Kind of Movie Critics on Instagram and on Facebook. On Instagram, you can you can see we have it broken down. The host um, host handles are up there in the, in the uh, what am I trying to say? Lisa? In the bio. Thank you. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So I'm having a hard time getting it all out. So, uh, but yeah, follow us on Instagram at Kind of Movie Critics and Facebook at Kind of Movie Critics or on Twitter at Kind of Movie Crits. And uh, make sure you subscribe and comment and share with friends and all that good stuff, man. And um, thank you again for sticking with us. And remember, we call ourselves Kind of Movie Critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We are just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.